Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Banging Beers podcast episode number. I do this all the time. I'm actually going to look it up. This 130. 130. We're closing on 150. Buck 50. Getting crazy, boys. Uh, this is Andy's North Carolina Beers Hell episode. Yeah. So yeah. this is all about your vacation. You can tell us about these breweries, how you got them, what you thought of them, some other things maybe you've got, but you weren't able to bring to us. Uh, we'll get into our local stuff. We have a little bit of a topic. We're going to bounce off each other today. Uh, it's going to be fun. So thank you guys for hanging out. Um, make sure you guys check out the IWEP network as well as our Bang & Beers podcast links below. Follow us on all social media. You can also support us by going to patreon.com. It's a dollar or $5 just for general support. If you don't want to do a monthly thing, you can always check the links. Also, we have a donation tab if you feel inclined to do so, as well as a merch page. We just added dad hats and trucker hats to our big cartel so you can get both styles as well as t-shirts on our um T public and our Teespring is mostly used for items we can't get on either one of the other websites. But I have to go and re-upload the Pornhub spoof because T public will not allow it, so we have to <laughs> re-upload it to Teespring. So there will be one T-shirt available on Teespring. Um, but we want to thank our Patreon people: Tommy B, Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Higher Than Other Words, Jay, and Austin Blackwell. So thank you guys so much for the support and helping us grow. Um, and we just I just got our Patreon. Do- uh, uh, deposit today so i'm like oh stack that away for another nice another set of stickers to give away to people uh abaddon tattoo studio our sponsor a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of pine grove pennsylvania and also now pottsville pennsylvania their second location they provide high quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed and professional sterile environment so you can also check their link below to uh check them out on all social media and go get go get a tattoo if you are watching live the live chat is open talk to us tell us what you're drinking on this sunday Hell yeah it's a rainy ass sunday afternoon i almost said morning yeah. this is different for <laughs> I me mean, it's close yeah, <laughs> it's my my new work schedule so say hi to us if you're here uh make sure to like subscribe give a heart if you're on facebook uh, show us that love oh we already got a heart look at that double tap us on the instagram uh, to Iris that uh, gave us a heart. Um, yeah, and then t- type with us. Say, say what's going on. Uh, we have we will be posing a question later on in the show, which will be what is your favorite summer beer? So if you are watching live right now, type your favorite summer beers in the chat. Maybe you have the same ones as us. And yeah, summer's winding down. It's now time for our Oktoberfest, and pumpkin beers are now acceptable. <laughs> yeah, if you like them. Oh, I mean, I'm sure we'll have a few that'll sneak on the show. Always but- pumpkined out, but. Uh, it's Marsin season, so hell yeah. Yeah, I love Marsins. Um, Marsin, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Steve from the Beer You Are podcast reached out. And he, you know, I love that dude. He was just like, "Hey man, we haven't talked in a while. Like, I just want to see how you're doing." I, I fucking love when people do that. When it's just like you, they they seek you out sometimes, especially if you you know you're busy and you're. It's it's never it's never a two way. It's always a two way street between us. And their podcast is fantastic. Um, but they want to maybe we want to do another collaboration and head up to uh, Brew Daddy. Because they like to do their Oktoberfest, and maybe we'll go up there for an Oktoberfest episode again, and and record. And uh, I told them this time we'll record it. We're recording something for our channel too, because last time we just recorded for their stuff, and probably brought the their uh, their. De- we definitely brought the noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, root beer since I quit drinking. Well, that's cool. Well, listen, hey, I appreciate you, Body Science Podcast, for hanging out because you, you you still don't drink, but you're here supporting, and that's fine. That's great. Um, but if you when you did drink, what some what were the some of the styles you you enjoyed? But uh, all right, well let's get into our first beer here, Andy. Take it away here. What we got? All right, so I every year, I, well mostly every year, I go down to Oak Island. Me and 
the wife and some friends go down to Oak Island, North Carolina, which is right near Wilmington. And Wilmington has had a craft beer boom over the past few years. So some amazing breweries. Um, so we'll be talking a little bit about those here. Um, I've been to th two of the three. The rest I was able to get takeout for. I wasn't able to, unfortunately, get to the actual location. But um, this first one is the only one that's not from the Wilmington area. This is uh, Deep River Brewing Company in Clayton, North Carolina, which is up north near Raleigh. But this is Double D's Watermelon Lager. So I was, I'm actually a very upset I didn't bring more of this home. Wow. So we 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 have like a little I think like every every season we have like a little battle on the show. Like we have our Oktoberfest battle, we have our this battle. I think this summer for our podcast has been the battle of the watermelon beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not upset about it at all. It's no. been really really fun. We've been finding really cool watermelon beers from all over the world for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jersey and then we had one from Japan. Japan. Um and this is a style that mo like until like over the past few years like most watermelon beers let me down. Yeah. Like they would just, everyone like, we had so far this year was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Bob just stepped away. He has some stuff going on uh, with, I think his, his job, but we'll, we'll give him a moment. But, but while we have that bill, you're hanging out with us. Uh, Cause uh, audio people, I have to remember to let people yeah. say their names. That's my new thing. I'm like, go, I have to go around the table. Like Anthony Blackwell. And everyone's like, this is me but so because if it might be it's someone's Mario. first time listening <laughs> and uh and if they don't know the names and i'm trying to get them to recognize everybody <laughs> and i'm just saying this out loud uh bill what do you think of this watermelon lager it's good it is it, it's a good summer lager i think i'm gonna shock people here with this with my take but um i'm gonna read this uh you, you ever pulled up you want to read no, it? I didn't. all right so this is a uh a content, considered a fruit beer, not a lager for them, which is it's still a lager. It, it, I think it definitely still drinks like a lager, but double D's already great start. Watermelon <laughs> lager is a bright, crisp lager that has a hint of fresh watermelon, and it's perfect for those hot North Carolina days. Uh, this refreshing brew named after its owner's father are both named Don and both fans are traditional style lager drinkers. Uh, award winner at the Cal uh, Carolina Championship of Beer. And I agree. I will say this right now. I think Wet Ticket has the best watermelon taste in a beer I've ever had. But it drank like juice, if I recall. It had more of like a juicy taste to it. This, you know you're drinking a lager mm -hmm. with a watermelon taste. If I had to lay my steak of what the best one of the summer is, I'm going with this one. Yeah. This, because you know you're drinking a beer here. This, I'm like, I went through like three, four packs on the beach and I'm kind of wish I would have brought more home because it was only like eight bucks for a four pack too. It was super cheap. Um, But yeah, this is, this is my favorite watermelon beer I think I've ever had. Yeah, this is really, really good. And it's funny because I didn't even notice it. Uh, there's a place, uh, there's a, a grocery chain down there called Lowe's Food. And, um, I was walking out the door when I happened to catch this on my eye on a thing at, toward the front of the store. And I'm like, what's that? And then yeah, I it, went and it has the watermelon. Like the can looks like a watermelon. Yeah. So like it just caught the corner of my eye and I'm like, what is that? So I'm like, oh, throw that in the bag too. And then the next day I cracked it open on the beach and I'm like, holy shit, this is so good. Yeah. It was a, that was a good move. I, I want to, all right, fuck it. We're keeping it. I'm not fucking with it. I'll, I'll break something. Um, that's, that's really tasty. Um, while we're, killing time here for bob uh bill let's go let's start with you here again here what is your untapped name for people who want to follow you i probably should have queued you up here yeah probably 
It is. We do it live, baby. I know. G O B E R 86. So Gober 86. Andy. Uh, AJ Hare. Why is it making me sign back in? I don't know. My login information. <laughs> oh, well, that, that, there goes Andy's account. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's one of these. But yeah, it's AJ Hare. AJ Hare on Untapped. Bob is going to be Bob G on Untapped. And then if you would like to follow me, um, it says Anthony Blackwell Jr. on my screen, but it says it's for, if you want to search Bangin' Beers Podcast, Anthony. We're all yeah, on, I remembered. <laughs> we're all on Untapped. You can follow us, message us, cheers us, whatever whatever the cool kids do on that app. Um, yeah, so. Yes, AJ Hare confirmed. I was able to get in. <laughs> well, instead of giving our full list right now of our favorite summer beers, we'll kind of throw one or two out. We can kind of bounce them off each other. Uh, we'll start with Andy. What is one of your favorite go-to summer beers? So, well, it's now not a summer beer anymore, I guess, because it's all year round. But one of my favorites of all time is the Dogfish Head Sequence Ale. Okay. Oh, uh, that yeah, was the- like my favorite beach beer for a long time. Like it's just, and especially cause it has a decent reach too. So like mm-hmm. I was able to get it in North Carolina, be able to get it in Virginia, Dewey, all that stuff. Just grab a six. Or Would that be your pack. number one? I'd probably say that would be my number one as like a go-to summer beer that I can drink on a hot day or on the beach. Okay. Bill, that's also on my list, but uh, I'll go with actually summer love off of victory. Okay. When I was built, when I was fucking hate me. When I, I when I when I was going through my list, I more thought ones I would be willing to buy a full case of to have at the house and not just grab a four pack here and there, like to have it in the That's house. That's kind of what I was thinking of too. And like all what, summer, what is what is something that you can just crank down when it's hot out? Like because then I started, I had a hard time thinking about summer yeah. beers. <laughs> A lot of my summer beers, I, when I think summer beers, I think cookouts, I think yeah. stuff that's readily available. Even if I'm not buying it, I'm like, oh, th- I'm, I'm happy this is here. And uh, I think for me, my it has become a good all year, all year round beer. Um, not really a seasonal style, um, but it's it's probably a go to for me if I'm if I'm going out somewhere and I want to grab a couple beers like we like and just have them. Yingling Flight is going to be my my summer my summer go to. I think that they're easy, they're light. They're, they they drink they they go down quick they go down easy, and they're uh, they're great for those hot summers. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the flight. It's gonna be my my uh, my yeah, summer. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I was starting to think about it. I'm like, because you know, we're m- trying to mainly be a craft beer podcast, but when it's super hot out, like I don't really. I'm not looking for double IPAs. Yeah. I'm not looking for anything thick. I'm just looking for something easy drinker. And usually, it's gonna be like bush <laughs> yeah i i'm a really big fan too i'll kind of throw another one out there it's not really on my list but if i see it i, I always try to get it is all day ipa from founders oh yeah, yeah. founders that yeah. and um mosaic promise too are one of my favorites yeah i just like go to be able to grab off the shelf and- i have one of theirs on my list yeah a founders yeah yeah um you good no one's uh, dead uh, all right at least not yet <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens tuesday morning yeah <laughs> um so we'll we'll let you get a sip of this beer here. We're kind of we we went into our first summer beer, some of our first summer favorite beers, um, and then we're talking about the double D's watermelon lager. Like you love you love double D's, you I, love lo- I, watermelon I, I, lager. I, I read the review there. I, that's uh, that's not where I was going at first with <laughs> double D's. That was a little bit of a letdown. <laughs> but uh, this is good. Yeah. So. I, my, I I don't think it's quite up to wet ticket, but this is good. See, I I rank this over wet ticket for one reason. 
this you you know you're still drinking a lager. It has that beer characteristic where the wet ticket was it was almost like drinking juice. It was that good. You know what I mean? Like you still know you're drinking a beer. That makes any sense. No, 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 it does. I just um we're, we're gonna swirl have to around agree to disagree on this I, I love wet ticket. I think wet ticket's fantastic. And if you see wet ticket, buy it. But I, I, yeah, that, I really that, enjoy absolutely this. No complaints here. Yeah, and like so you um, couldn't beat eight ninety nine for a four pack. <laughs> obviously the, the base lager is decent. Uh uh the watermelon flavor is, is uh it's not like fake watermelon. Mm-hmm. It, it's real. Uh it's uh it's not watered down, it's solid, which is a hard to achieve with watermelon. It's a hard flavor to honestly duplicate without going uh runts or whatever or uh or uh Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. <laughs> the um we just had another watermelon beer. Uh, you were there in Photoshop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Pilgaru just put out a a coconut watermelon sour, which was really good. It was good. I didn't get much coconut flavor. I didn't either. See, I, I got it. coconut. I got an I got it, coconut, it was, but not enough to that it was like a lot. Like when you, it wasn't like eating an almond joy. It was like it had that that trait of a coconut but the, good. I took a crawler home but, but the watermelon <laughs> was really dominant yeah i took a, a crawler home to share a rich so yeah but no it was good i actually might take a ride up after this episode or have oh wait where's heidi at right now her mom's um mm-hmm. maybe to have heidi drive me up after this episode to pilgaru to get a crawler for tonight's festivities have a crawler on standby maybe one or two um and then I have a I'm in the middle. I have a fantasy football draft with that brewery too, I'm part of their fantasy football league. So it's exciting. Um, yeah, uh, Michael in the chat said, "Hey guys, sorry it took me a while to get to you, Michael. We were talking there. Uh, if if you're enjoying a beverage this on this Sunday, let us know. If if you're if you're excited for AEW, all all AEW. in, all out. Is it all out? All out? All in? All shake it all up. In. You put you're in, you're out, you're all about. Um, it's all something." It's 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 I gonna say be it's all in. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I'm really pumped for it. Um, if you're wrestling fans, obviously you see me. You you can't see me from my waist down, but uh, I, let me just let me just let me just show yeah, them. Just show them. Boom, baby. Tony is repping HBK today. I look like a kid on Christmas morning in his jam jams, but these pants chalk line expensive but comfortable. Um, I always want the WrestleMania 12 ones, but you can you can only buy them in resale right now, and they're 112. So that'll be something that I splurge myself for like a holiday time because I, I need those white WrestleMania 12s if they win the title. Uh, but yeah, all out, all out, Especially yeah, all out. <laughs> all right, what's our what's our next one here? Flying. So oh, the next one. Sorry. Well, yeah, say the next one, and then while we're while we're waiting, we'll, well have Bob we'll tell, tell us. Tell him about his uh, his beer. first pick of a summer beer. So we're doing a top five summer beers as we go through these well, beers here today. Well, so so uh, actually, my first summer beer uh, we just mentioned. Uh, I'm since I actually finally had it. Uh, the uh, wet ticket watermelon is uh, the top of my summer beer list. I like that. It's a good pick. Uh, yours was uh, well, summer love off of victory. Yeah, I I picked Yingling Flight. So there's going to be a spoiler alert. A lot of my beers are going to be dirt beers. They're not going to be craft beers because when I think summer, I just think like I go to someone else's festivities. I don't really host a lot. So my summer beers are going to be like domestics because they're cheap. They're easy. You can get them in large quantities and they're they're good cookout beers because I don't really drink enough craft to know what's like. I know one that's a seasonal because Andy remembered, but I'll just probably piggyback off him when he says it. Um, But yeah, I I just kind of 
I just I I I shop for beers like I'm looking at t-shirts. Like it, the can looks cool, I buy it, you know. <laughs> but uh, I say, Andy, you want to read this one off? So this next one is Escape from Lager Mountain from Flying Machine Brewing Company in Wilmington, North Carolina. Now this place I have been to, and it is awesome. It is a really cool brewery. Um, it's awesome setup, great lists on tap all the time. And uh, my, one of my favorite things is they um, it's dog friendly both indoors and outdoors. So what they say is that I guess there's some kind of, uh, no, I'm sure there's going to be people out there have a problem with this, but um, I guess you can only have service dogs in most places, but they don't serve food. So uh, they just consider all dog service dogs. Love it. <laughs> they are. The so dogs, you can take your puppers. Dogs are a great service. So this is a dry hopped rice lager with citra and Hallerto Mittelfru hops. So I have this one pulled up, but my finger's wet and I can't open my phone. So, <laughs> uh, so this is an American rice lager is dry hopped with a small amount of citra and Hallertau Mittelfru. Okay. <laughs> uh, for a subtle floral and tropical fruit nose. Very cl- crisp and clean finish. Um, 698 check-ins for this one. Uh, no friends. You didn't even check this in when you had it. I haven't checked any of these beers in. I, I, I have been very, very lazy on Untapped lately. <laughs> I will say this. When I see lager and I drink this and you get that that first hit, wowzer. The big floral burst. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 it almost drinks like a like a really light bodied IPA. That hoppy floral, like I don't I don't dislike it at all. Uh, one of my friends, I, I actually have four friends try this. I have one guy that came up with a as a highlight. Uh, I think it sounds pretty good. If you don't mind, I'd like to read that out. Yeah, I, I actually forgot yeah, about so, that uh, little bit we're doing. This, 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 <laughs> is from, this is from David D. Uh, he actually lives in North Carolina. Um, pours a pale yellow, pale straw yellow, nice floral aroma, drinks light and crisp, has a weak rice wheat body, mild hops, and a touch of sweetness. Faint cascading hues of pineapple and nectarine add to the finishing touch. I like it. Let me go back real quick to the uh, the Double D's Watermelon Lager. So that has 7.9K check-ins. So that's that's getting drank. Uh, three of my friends all checked it in. Uh, out of the 7.9K, 3.34 average check-in, which I think is criminally underrated. Um, our, the three friends that checked it in, all it's it's averaging a 413. So it's, it's over that protected four number. Um, I'll give uh, Chuck Goldner some love here. Uh, he gave it a four and said, very refreshing with a good watermelon flavor. Perfect while smoking some chicken breast. So double D's chicken breast. There's a lot going on there. Oh, yeah. So we're going to give him a toast and, and, and say, uh, go check him out on Untapped as well and uh, show him some love. I'll have the uh, chicken breast minus the chicken. Is that really what you want? Yeah. I'll have the gourmet hot dog. It's a double D. Come on. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, I'll throw the gourmet hot dog. I'll throw a comment on there and said, Red on Banging Beers podcast. That was an office quote. I love it. <laughs> I have an office air freshener here that Hottie just bought me. It's a Dundee. Nice. Yeah. I was just but watching no. that prior to leaving the house. The office? It, yeah, it was the Darmageddon uh, episode. But okay. uh, this is another one I really like a lot. Like everything I had from Flying Machine was really good. We've actually had them on the show before. I think prior to me joining several years ago, I had a, it was like a, cre- a vanilla cream ale brewed with like hay, I think, that I with gave hay? you guys. Yeah, it was a weird beer. Oh, was, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 you dropped it off for us. So, but no, this is a, this is also another really great one to crack out on the beach. I tried to keep a lot of, like, there are some IPAs in here, but, um, I really tried to keep it light and lagery. 
for most of my ones that I grabbed. Um, because like I said, I don't want to like there's a few beers here that we I appreciated a lot more when I wasn't drinking them on the beach. Like there's like two of them coming up that um I had them at first on the beach and I'm like, I don't know about it. And then I had them later on and I'm like, okay, these are actually really good because I wasn't sitting on a hundred degree beach in the sun. <laughs> yeah. I really like this, uh, this escape from logger mountain. That floral hoppiness is, is fantastic. That's yeah, really, it's really nice tasty. and crisp. Like it has that like rice lager type taste to it. Like you think of like, um, like an Asian style lager almost with mm-hmm. the rice, but I'll tell you what, Two for two so far, North Carolina beers. It's a good state. Oh, yeah. I'm into yeah. this state. Like like I said, Wilmington and then like up in Asheville, North Carolina, you have Burial Brewing, uh, Wicked Weeds up there. Uh, Wicked Weed makes all the pot beers, right? No, that's, no, uh, that's Sweetwater, actually. Yeah. I thought Wicked Weed made a 421 that was like no, that's bomb uh, water. That's uh, Sweetwater does a 420 IPA and the variants yeah. that smell like marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> but, Do you ever- uh, Maybe I get them for the show. I know they used to have them at the craft house. The they're like tall boy cans. They're called uh, hemp tails. They, they taste. They drink like oh, ginger ale. You don't like them? No. It oh, just it drinks like, like I poured like a bunch of like weed into my like. See, I thought beer. they tasted good. It just tasted like you're drinking like a, a CB infused, CBD infused <laughs> well, ginger ale. It wasn't for me. Yeah, we <laughs> had them on the, on the show. We had them on the show, and then I had them on a, a podcast with Courtney. I might have to kill your vibration there. Um, and Heidi walked in, and she's like. Were you smoking pot in the house? And I said, no. And I was like, it's the beer. And she smelled this. She's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Flying machine. Like I said, there's some great stuff out of North Carolina. Like, I can't remember if I gave you one from Burial before, like a few years ago. The but name it was, sounds it was a, uh, like a pastry stout that I gave. I brought it home. I don't remember if I gave it to you. Oh, uh, pastry not. stouts don't stick to my brain. But uh, yeah, that might have <laughs> been a few years ago. That might have been pre podcast in general. But uh, yeah, Burial is one of like the one of the favorites in North Carolina as well. And that's up in the Asheville Sierra Nevada also has a major, major stop up that way as well, too. It's supposedly amazing. I've never been there, but it's supposed to be really cool. Nice. Uh, this flying machine did it have, um, like food kitchen, food truck. Um, I w- didn't go to it this year, but I have been to it. So my, like the best thing about it is all the Lowe's food carried all of the stuff from Wilmington. Oh, okay. Like so, they like I don't know what their distribution looks like or what the laws are in North Carolina, but they had pretty much every single brewery. I was able to get it from Lowe's versus going to Wilmington every day, or because it just schedule wise didn't. It's like a 35, 45 minute drive uh, so, from where you were. Yeah, to, to get there all the time, and like I think when we were there, Edward Teach wasn't open yet because that was one I really wanted to go to, but I think they opened a little bit later in the day. Okay, so huge, huge plugs to to Lowe's for having a yeah. So selection. Lowe's, Lowe's food, and I don't know what their their stretch is, but in North Carolina, awesome. It's like a Wegman's. Basically. Are you are you buying these cold? Are you buying them cold? Yep. So right, they've so, been cold the whole time. Nice, because sometimes you go to, you go to we have our big thing is like I would say grocery store chain that sells beers wise, and for the most part, if you want craft, you're yeah, getting them all warm, warm, and you're getting them possibly oh. in direct sunlight. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I, I don't go to Weiss anymore. Yeah, unless I want something standard out of the cooler, like a lager or something, or, or if something you, you or the variety they have, they have good variety pack selections. Well, that's, you, that's the other thing too. When I, I know you're talking about the one here, but like when I go to the wises in the Lehigh Valley, um, like none of that stuff's in the sun, you know, the one I, up the, in, uh, Bloomsburg's really good too. Yeah. Wises, wise is a go-to for me. If I want to get a variety pack, like I'm like, all right, I know Trogue's summer pack is out. 
almost guarantee wise we'll have a bunch of it yeah and i can go and get one or two of them and it's on my way of my travels all the time so yeah. i'd say in the weiss like lowe's is more like a wegmans like it's more of a little fancier type of grocery store uh but they have an entire beer cafe that they have a bunch of wine and beer they have taps uh oh, so you nice. can drink in the store <laughs> so far this episode's been phenomenal uh all these log phenomenal how do i just say phenomenal phenomena um but anyway yeah all these loggers have been yeah, so this next one is also from flying machine double it up this is a plain arms this is just a straight up logger will this beer make me fall in love with this brewery probably we'll find out right now so far that first one's fucking awesome i would drink that first one a lot like i would i would seek that out plain arms logger buyer beer oh yeah yep all right uh mine's not pulling out there it goes uh this is a 5.4 logger he uh hells right yep. I said that right um i'm dumb sometimes think about lawnmower and baseball games please enjoy quick easy to the point wham bam thank you ma'am 838 check-ins friends zero um let's i i was i always suck at here, we'll just go to everyone and we'll read someone's. Oh, maybe that doesn't do it either. How do I find someone's fucking? Not every beer has a highlight thing for me. I'm going to click on someone's photo. Oh, shit. Did this one not have. Did I not take a picture of this at all? <laughs> Guess not. All right. I'm going to read one. someone who actually wrote something. I'm, I, I, but yeah, right, I'll just say uh, they didn't write. There's a lot of un, unwritten reviews here. Let's see. Sorry, everybody, for the silence. <laughs> um, we'll just go to the top one here. Uh, this is Alicia H, and she checked in untapped at home. She's drinking the Plain Arms Flying Machine Brewing Company. Uh, she gave it a 425, um, and she didn't have any write-ups or anything. I, oh, I can't cheers her because we're not friends. No, that's that's a that's a that's a disappointment. <laughs> All right, so I got nothing to really go by there. I, I got one. That's, go ahead. Uh, this is from Crispy, who uh, also lives in North Carolina. Uh, and now for something late before bed, standard Hellas. Before bed, this guy's a savage. That's a girl, actually. Oh, she's a savage. Uh, I love it. Chugging while refusing to think about mowing the lawn. <laughs> Uh, and she gave it a three and a half. She's my spirit animal because I have to, my lawn is fucking rough uh, right now. Yeah, I had to cut mine. This I was going to cut it after this, but uh, well, it's been like raining, raining so much. Like every time it like stops, like I don't have time. And then I finally got it cut last week, right before we had the huge storm. Yeah, how often though do you use the rain excuse? Like, oh, it's it, we re rained two days ago. It might still be a little damp. I can't cut it <laughs> a today. Few times, and th and that's just in your brain. You just say that to yourself. It's a few times, but. No, we got it done right before the big you, storm last week. Do you week. pick up the dog poop or do you just fucking chop I'd it up? I pick it up, dude. That's gross. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't... My yard's... The only person who uses my yard is my dog. <laughs> yeah. You just fucking chop that up. That's fertilizer, no, baby. No, by, uh, I scoop it. <laughs> I clean it up because then it just like... It just splatters all over sometimes and it's like, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I don't, there's no fresh ones in there. They're like, they're just like... Oh, like, well, there's sometimes fresh ones, or like after it rained and they're all. Oh, you have gross. like fucking <laughs> yeah. 485 yeah. dogs. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have like the the uh, what is it? The Minersville SPCA <laughs> in your house. Um, your pupos are great. Uh, yeah. So this is really good. I will hold. Let me give one more hit here. 
so it's it's interesting because it starts off with a lot of flavor at first. Like it hits your tongue and you feel like you're going to hit, hit with a lot of flavor. And then it immediately goes away and drinks a super smooth, super crisp. Yeah, I the, get like a, a almost like a corn essence in the beginning. Yeah. And um and, and then it goes really really malty. And then um uh, like a biscuity linger on the finish. It's it's almost it's I don't want to say it's like drinking water cuz that's a negative connotation. It's not. It's just so light bodied. These are crushers. Like Oh yeah. Like if you're if you enjoy chugging beers, this is your chug beer cuz it's it it'll just go down super smooth. It's good. It's really good. I'm going to be on. I, I don't want to give my scores out. If you want to see my scores, go to untapped. But I didn't protect the four at all this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the four has not been protected. Now, everything I've had from Flying Machine has been awesome. This is another great crushable lager. Like Bob hit it on the head. Like the maltiness, biscuitiness. Like there's a lot of flavor up, but drinks super smooth. And another fantastic that's right. that's offer beautiful. from Wilmington. What do you think, Bill? about the same it's good for like a hot day yeah and to have more than one that's a summer beer right there if i lived in north carolina that's something i would go look for um let's let's go back our 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 next round here of uh summer beers we'll start with you bob what's a what's a beer that you seek out for in the summer or the summer Uh, actually yeah and this one's a watermelon beer too and it makes me mad because i can't remember the name of it (laughs) off the top of my head Uh, i did not see it this year uh it's from shipyard brewing uh the guys that make a um pumpkin no, no the, pumpkin. Uh, the, the i think it's called Melonhead. Uh, that's what Melonhead. that's what it's called yeah they, they they do one it's like they do a pumpkin beer with the, the headless horseman yeah yeah, yeah. this is kind of the same thing except okay. instead of his head being a pumpkin it's a watermelon oh nice oh and uh, i did not see that anywhere this i year. do if i i do remember are they the ones that do like a, a coffee version and a pumpkin version of that same no that that's the, the, that's 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 tier. pumpkin. That's, yeah, that's southern pumpkin. tier. Yeah, because okay. they have warlock. Oh uh, yeah, the rum barrel yeah. aged pumpkin. Um, doesn't shipper have another pumpkin one pumpkin. too? Uh, Jack o' lantern or something maybe. Ah, that's that's it. Yeah. Um, Jack o' pumpkin maybe it's something like that. No, that was travelers. Travelers that had that before they got yeah, you guys are shipper, fucking. It has a pumpkin. It. It. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember but, uh, it. It shipyard has one of like the be- one of the better pumpkin beers. I, it I think a, it's just called so the, the pumpkin. The, the pumpkin one is like pumpkin head. Yeah. Okay. And the other one's melon head. Melon head is the watermelon one. Yeah. And then I believe that Andy is also correct and that they do have a second watermelon beer. That's gonna be our new thing in every. That's gonna be our gimmick yep. now. Every it's, summer, it's just, it's just called melon. You gotta find all the water. That's our new. Find all the watermelon <laughs> in the summer. Um. All right, Bill, your 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 next summer beer. My next one, I'm gonna go with Green Zebra from Founders, which oh. is also. I don't think I've ever had that. A watermelon beer. <laughs> it's watermelon goza. Holy fuck! Yeah. It's actually fantastic. Yeah, and I, I I didn't see it this year. They usually put it in 15 packs now. But I didn't see any this summer. Okay. Andy. My next one is, I mean, it's a summer beer by release. I don't know if I technically would call it a summer beer, but Nimble Giant from Trogues. That's my backpack. That's my, my, I'm going to jump on his back on this one. Favorites. I love it. It's one of my favorite things Trogues puts out. 
it's a little heavy to crank down while at a barbecue. It was an eight or nine percent, I think, in the Imperial nice. IPA. Good a good AC beer. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, no, I, I look forward to that every single summer from Trogues. And while it's not necessarily a summer beer, it's a summer release beer. And I'm, I have a Nimble Giant sticker right here on the table. Um, yeah, I really <laughs> like Nimble Giant. That's probably one of the only ones that I, I remember. Like, oh, summertime Nimble Giant. Um, but actually, I I will agree. But I'm not. I'll. I'll I actually never, I didn't find it this summer for their summer variety pack, but um, I always, now I forgot the name of it. When, um, when in doubt hells, when in doubt, that's yeah. another good one. Too. I was actually yeah. thinking about that, but I went with, uh, that'll be, that's my pick. The, the when in doubt logger from, from Trogues is probably my number two. I will say this too. The, we went before the concert, we met up and went to Trogues and boy, did they fucking kill the game when it came to marketing and putting stuff out for haste charmer. Yep. So like you can order a bottle a bottle opener. I, I think I lost it already. It might be somewhere in my car. I don't remember <laughs> where I put it. But it's a bottle opener. But it's a a plancha, uh, a, oh, a Ouija board plancha, and like the center of it is the bottle opener. So like they're really embracing that supernatural and the haze and like the it's it's uh, it's a good beer. I it like is. it. I'm into it. I like that it all that. Almost made my list, but I dropped it because it would because it's not a seasonal. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my deal, stuff that but, I'm going to say is not seasonal. Um, but. I'll, I'll piggyback a little bit off Andy, but I'll add the logger to it from Trogues because I really, really like. I I went out and bought four of those variety packs because that's the only way you can get that logger is yeah. those variety or go packs. To the brewery. Yeah, or go to the brewery. Yeah, I really like that logger. Speaking of logger, um, since the last time we recorded, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but uh, I want to say our condolences to the brewery, uh, Liquid Noise. Um, they just lost their one of their members. Um, tragically, we won't go into details or anything, but uh. That's another logger, and and meeting him for the first time at at the at the uh, retro level ball, um, very very cool, cool dude. So you know, my heart's out to them. Um, we we will we will be stopping in there one of those days when it's not our day to podcast. Just maybe as a as a trip, we'll stop at Liquid Noise because Lannon's Logger is probably one of my favorite craft brew loggers. But uh, yeah, our hearts out to Liquid Noise. If you can go support them, they're really really good people. Their brewery is fantastic. Um, and if you're a local band and you're looking for a place to play, hit them up because they're always looking for bookings because uh, they have a pretty nice little setup for uh, for bands to play. So uh, yeah, hit them up, good people. But our our, our hearts and uh, thoughts are out for them, good people. We got a chance to do an episode there if you want to check out the back catalog. All right. So next up. Edward Teach Brewing Company in Wilmington, North Carolina. This is Print the Legend. This is a unfiltered dry hop pilsner brewed with local North Carolina malt and hopped with Citra and Cascade. Our take on a classic style. When you must choose between history and a legend, print the legend. So Edward Teach, if anyone who doesn't know who Edward Teach is. I was just about to ask. I wonder where they got that name from. Edward Teach was Blackbeard the Pirate. Oh, this is the brewery you're hiving up. Yeah, so like Blackbeard was killed off the coast of North Carolina. I'm into this. So and like in that general area, but uh, this is the one I'm really bummed I didn't get a chance to get to the brewery itself. But I had a bunch of beers from them while I was down there, and everything was amazing. Now, when you go to this place, is it pirate and themed? I, I don't know. I didn't get to it because I just they weren't open when I went. When so I was in Wilmington itself. So there's a brewery. I like their beers. They're more heavily catered to stouts and darker beers, but they do do other ones, but they're known for their darker style beers and all their themes, horror movie. 
And then you walk in and it's just the most beautiful brewery you've ever seen in your life. And I'm just like, man, I wish you guys would like hang a fucking body from the ceiling or something. Like <laughs> kind of darken it up in here. But that Springhouse. Yeah. I am. Um, Springhouse is very horror themed. Yeah. I, I remember saying this to you before the Crowbot yeah. concert. I was like, oh, everything's about like horror movie and, yeah. and spooky and everything. Yeah. And you walk in, it's walk like in time. It's just it's like too a, pretty. I think it was an old foundry or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. It's like, like it's like it was. it's like way too pretty. Yeah. It's like, man, fucking. Throw some fucking fake blood on me or yeah, something right. like that. It's a great brewery. Well, well that's like even a adroit theory. Like if, yeah. you, if you look up their brewery, it's yeah, like, like super heavy metal yeah, brewery. Like but beautiful. It's, yeah. it's just a very nice place. Listen, yeah. I'm not saying I want to not be able to eat off your floor and be dungy and, cr and cruddy, but like I kind of want to theme sometimes. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what whenever we'll start getting to the brewery. We'll, we'll make the dank brewery. <laughs> like it's like the dive bar brewery. I want that. <laughs> I want a dive bar. So like Pilgaroo. It's it, and I'm, we're going to talk about them a lot in this show because it's, it's, I would say it's one of our between them and BlackRock. It's like we can really say, like, that's that's our home brewery. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the first one to really open up in our area for the past three years as politics has existed. We really heavily relied on places like the craft house and, yep. and the cake stand because it was we had to travel way far out. I mean, you're a little luckier in Tamaqua, you guys have to, but Tamaqua is a little bit of a drive from our side of the mountain to your side, but uh. But like Pilgaroo is like we went in the other day and they had two TVs going and like yep. one old school 97 WCW and the other one old school like WWE. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like if they're going to lean into that wrestling, I'm into it. Like, uh, it, it, I don't know. It, I thought that was cool. I don't know if that's going to be a thing all the time. They said they're going to put football games and stuff on, but like. I wouldn't mind going to a brewery and watching some wrestling while I'm yeah. drinking beers. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool to see like that development, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see how uh, Edward teach the Blackbeard Beard, uh, Blackbeard Brewery, if they have any theme or if it's just like just a pristine. Oh, so I can clean. look them up here real quick. Like I want the guar bar. Like I want. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want like squids hanging from the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like I want <laughs> just random bodily fluid spraying across the <laughs> yeah room. like i want i want like a theme so the edward teach bar is shaped like a ship i'm fucking in See, that's good <laughs> for me that's that's perfect that is really cool yeah like i said they weren't open when i was in wilmington like yet it was just later in the day and it's very clean and crisp but oh, the, i mean beautiful but yeah the above the bar the pat like us the seating above the bar is shaped like a ship how many drunk assholes go up to the second floor and go, I'm the king of oh, the world. Yeah, it, yeah. So the bar and above it is shaped like a ship. That's fucking sick. How many drunk asshole buddies go up there and, and reenact the pose where they put their the arms around? That's pretty sweet. See, that's cool. So like I'm Tortuga. into it. So, you know, if we're going to do the real Blackbird, though, then I, I'm probably going to get the numbers so wrong, but like the legend is like in, in his final fight, he was on deck hand to hand with someone else in a, uh, he got shot like nine times and hacked with a sword a couple times. And then when he finally did fall over, uh, they cut his head off, which at least that part is true. Uh, actually, uh, he was beheaded. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, uh, they threw him overboard. And the, the legend is, is that his headless body swam around the ship twice before. It <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Was yeah, he like, was, was he like a bigger dude, like a brolicky dude? I, uh, that's uh, everyone I mean, that ever portrayed him in a movie. He's always portrayed as a, as a bigger guy. He's mm -hmm. Ian McShane though in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean though. He's not a very big guy. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, like I mean, you just think of this complete badass, and he was like a buck fifteen. Like, well, I mean, people back then were small, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I only I can only think of him in what I think in um was it Black Sails? I think he's in that he's portrayed as like a more bigger dude, but 
but I like they have his they have his flag on the can. Walking around with lit fuses in his beard and yeah, to yeah, he used a lot of like psychological warfare type stuff. Oh man, I had to do more research on him. But yeah, that's a, that's the flag from his ship actually. With the the king stabbing the heart. Yeah, the skeleton king stabbing the heart with a spear. <laughs> Fucking into this, dude. This is a. I hope too. Like if you go to a brewery like this and they and they lean into like they like they have placards up like stuff you could like a walk through like we go read stuff about it like that'd be dope. I I like that kind of stuff. I'm into this. Yeah, I'm definitely. This is gonna be my number one stop next, probably next year when I go down. If you have any more spots on the vacation trip, let me know. I just want to go for the beer. All right. This is. I mean, you sold me here in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can stop at Lowe's and get all these great beers, and Hell you yeah. guys can go to the beach. I'll stay in the room. I'm way too white for the beach. I, I just. We have a pop up canopy here. Good man. All right, cool. I'll hang out underneath that all day because my my twilight looking ass can't get in the sun <laughs> for too long. But this, I'm gonna just straight up. This one is my favorite of all of them. Um, it's a super crisp, but it has that hop, super hop character of the Citra and what else was in it? Cascade, yeah, like it has a really nice hop finish to it, and it's just oh. So I'm already gonna give this the award for presentation because I think like when a brewery leans into something like this and they and they pick like a a figurehead or something of that nature and then they really lean in and use the flag, I like that. I I dig that about a brewery when they find something like that and lean into it. I, I that's bonus points for me. Um, like Flying Dog with the, with the Hunter S. Thompson stuff. Like yeah. I fucking yeah. eat that up because I think that's cool. They lean into it, you know? He was killed in Ocracoke, which is on the very bottom of the Outer Banks. So I will say this. For me, this beer is good. And I'm going to give it style points, right? So I'm, I, I'm still going to slightly not protect the four. So spoiler, I'm giving it a four. <laughs> um, For me, it's a, it's a, it's, it's like nothing it's 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 not blowing me away of something I've never drank before, but it's a super easy drinker. It it does exactly oh, what the shit. So Blackbeard was a big fucking dude. Six five two twenty. There you go. <laughs> that makes me feel better. That is huge for like the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. yeah, I mean the, he was killed, I think, in seventeen eighteen. Yeah. So he was, you know, actually a man of the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, he was sixteen eighty to seventeen eighteen. And you said shot so. nine times. Well, I, the the real story is exaggerated. Uh, yeah. If if you read, go to Wikipedia and read the Blackbeard article, and then read the Edward Teach article, and and everything in the Edward Teach article is is factual. Yeah. And then, but like um, but yeah, like everybody because I mean everyone was terrified of him. The, He's the, like the, Bo Jackson. Like yeah, he was super. <laughs> he was really really good. But some of his stories yeah. are a little yeah. but, uh, added to. Yeah, yeah, Bo knows hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I mean, so like uh, the myth was, you know, that that he was shot and stabbed and cut many more times than he really was, and then they you repeat your heart out fifty cents. You know, repeated the legend <laughs> yeah. about him, his headless body swimming around the boat twice, and but uh, in reality, I, I I think he was shot five times. Still, um, still and, 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 but um, and um, and you're talking about like fifty caliber balls, too, yeah. You know, back then, and uh, um, he was stabbed a couple times, um, you know. Uh, and one thing that everybody agrees on is like in the early part of the battle, he was someone stabbed him in the neck with a sword, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, he didn't go down easy. <laughs> and they never recovered like his head or his body. Or uh, they, they intentionally beheaded him. There was a there was a bounty on him. Yeah, trophy. And the, the, they kept his head as proof that they killed him, and uh, they got a reward for that. And if I remember right, that was like a uh, put on a stake somewhere, like where it was publicly 
visible as a deterrent to other pirates like this is what we do to pirates here you need to not get the fuck off i wonder if they ever like if, if his if it just kind of got destroyed over time or if it's been preserved and that's yeah, probably I, I gone know. by now yeah. i'd say that's well, dope. they still have napoleon's penis yeah <laughs> do they really yeah yeah it's in like a <laughs> you see what a good beer can do and start conversations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> i well, like that. when you get into like the history of, like these larger than life like people like yeah. you know it's crazy as some of the shit I love when because, a beer can do that. So like a, like he, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. He had originally, um, and, and I'm pretty sure the Blackbeard and Edward teach a concert around this. Um, uh, the governors of Virginia and North Carolina uh, really were forced to crack down on the pirates. Um, um, a lot of them used to operate under what they called letters of mark, where they were technically privateers instead of pirates. And uh, uh, like, they didn't care what you did as long as you only attacked French or Spanish ships because we were at war with them or whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so there was some government uh, complacency there. Or you operated within the technically the letter of the law and they, they didn't start to make an issue until they started attacking British and American ships, you know? And um, the piracy thing had gotten so out of hand that they had started a crackdown earlier and they offered an amnesty and you, you had to sign a, a letter that you agreed to, to turn in your arms or whatever and, and make an effort to live a, an honest life. And he originally uh, applied and accepted an amnesty. And uh, he just couldn't deal with life on shore and being a normal guy. And uh, No, you're a gangster. Uh, um, yeah. and actually, I, I don't want to punch a nine to five uh, when uh, I can uh, make. I'm hoping Eddie's looking at the article and he can yeah, see the thing in this. So um, uh, he married a respectable, well, upper class woman. And um you know, she constantly made fun of him in public for like his social faux pas. And uh, they were at some formal dinner one night and he got sick of it. And she busted on him. He fucking picked her up and smacked her in front of everybody and drug her out by her hair. Like, I'm fucking you black here, bitch. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we don't condone but, hitting women. Uh, but, but uh, you know, but like uh, uh, it, it, he tried to play the game and, and he just couldn't do it. The, yeah. The, the, the pirate life was in his blood and uh, uh he went back at it so uh that's that was part of why there was a bounty on him because he's uh, super dope he, uh, when you think pirates i don't think like american history like i just think like, i think like caribbean and like that's all american yeah. history i mean yeah. not, not, not only technically is the caribbean part of the americas yeah because it's the americas not just yeah. North america but um when it was all colonial times uh you know it was nothing for someone in north carolina to trade with any number of islands in the caribbean yeah. or with canada or uh you know um all the sugar came from down there uh at wherever there was sugar they made rum uh you know cotton from the south went everywhere to, to <laughs> and that's probably a hugely, and, hugely attributed to, to the pirates of plundering and bringing it up and selling it for their money so when teach was killed they threw his body in the inlet and then he hang he hanged his head from the mast of his ship <laughs> uh the dude maynard his name was is there like photos of what he looked like or is no, it just, it's just drawings yeah yeah, yeah no it's cameras not, not photos but like i'm saying like did people paint him or something <laughs> that's the painting of him hanging it from the mast of his ship yeah like like a painting or a sculpture or something of him there's like yeah, like I mean, there's like, but we don't know what he's actually like. There's no like official portrait That's of it. So fucking anything. cool. I love shit like that. Well, listen, Edward Teach, you uh, brewery, you fucking you killed it this episode because that just so that, that that's a drawing of him like 15 years after his death with the with the lit fuses and yeah. beard. That's so he's, cool. 
I wonder how many bartenders there, like assholes like us, come up and are like, tell us about and they're like, fucking, what beer do you want? Just get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like, you have to kind of learn that if you work there, right? Like, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. Because, like, that's your whole gimmick. Like, if that's what you're naming your bar after, I would hope, like, my people knew, like, at least most of the legend. Listen, if I, I doubt you'll ever listen to this Edward Teach Brewing Company, but we've been shocked before with breweries reaching out. Reach out. We would love to have a conversation. Um, I don't know if you guys ship to Pennsylvania, but we'll buy a bunch of stuff and we'll drink your beers. And if you want to do an interview, I'd love to learn why you pick this. Obviously, we're fucking talking about it for 15 minutes now, so you picked it for a good reason. I'm honestly surprised it wasn't someone didn't do it sooner because yeah. like, they've only been open in the past few years. So because they weren't open the last like two years ago when I was down there, I think they were still in this early stages, maybe. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the, door, the door's open for any of these breweries we're drinking at any point in time. If you want to come on and uh, like drink your beers with us and talk to us via Zoom um, we're or via StreamYard, we're down. Um, let us know. So I'm going to preface on this one that I don't know how old it is okay because there's no there's no uh there's no date on the can and i might change my tune here but i don't think it's as good as the other ipas i've had from this brewery um but it's still good but like i said i also don't know how old it is so i do apologize new anthem but i'm gonna talk you up on other things after <laughs> i'm gonna talk <laughs> you up on other things after this ipa i'm gonna poop on this one but then i got you i'm not even gonna poop on this one i'm just saying it's not as good as I had hoped. But maybe like, I'll change that. It's definitely got some dank. Yeah. Dank boy. It's no, this is definitely a haze boy. So this is called Simply Stairs. Simply Stairs Upward. Uh, this is New Anthem Beer Project from uh, Wilmington. I think this is one of the first more straight up crafts in Wilmington. Because a few years ago, uh, they were like one of the only ones there. I think they had just opened. Um, not long. And this is like four or five years ago, I want to say, because we used to like uh, in Wilmington on the main drag. So all at downtown Wilmington is all like local businesses, local shops, boutiques, restaurants. Well, we're talking like that. the uh, scale size of the city. Are we talking like it's not very big? So it's like a Pottsville. It's bigger than Pottsville, but it, I'd say more like a Bethlehem. Okay. With, with, with Jim Thorpe on the main drag. Yeah, kind of. So like um they have the main drag is it's definitely longer than Jim Thorpe, but um, Jim Thorpe needs a craft brewery in it. They'll get one, I'm sorry. Uh, there there is one. Uh, they're, they're gonna be on the east side though. They're not gonna be on Broadway. Oh. Uh they're actually was October they were looking to open. I hope so. Cause that'd, yeah, that'd be we fun. have a we have a Gettysburg. Oh yeah, Gettysburg. We have a we have a Jim Thorpe trip plan. I mean, if everyone's come out, hang out for the day, but later on that night we have to break off and we're gonna go. Yeah, I was actually gonna suggest that yeah. uh, we come up and hang out during the day. Absolutely, yeah. If we can, yeah. we'll have a huge squad. We'll roll around the town all day. We'll walk up and down the street 150 times. I'm, <laughs> I love doing that shit. But yeah, downtown Wilmington is all, all local businesses. Uh, there's a bunch of boutiques, coffee places, restaurants, breweries. There's a place down there called what the hell was it called? Poor. I think it was called Poor, but it's like kind of like the beer wall in Reading. They had 70 taps, and their upstairs feature was all North Carolina beers. And what was this called? Um, I want to say it's called Poor Tap Room. Let me. I posted on the Instagram when I was there, and they liked it. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Poor. I, tap I think room. I remember asking you how many taps were there. Yeah, Poor, Poor Wilmington. Yeah, they had 70 taps. 
Um, the upstairs, the one beer upstairs. So I, I really focused on their North Carolina beers. The new Anthem IPA they had there was a, almost a five. That was fantastic. It was so good. Um, one beer I wish I could have. I cannot remember the brewery. I'd have to go back and look. But there was is a dark and stormy cream ale. So if you ever had a dark and stormy cocktail, it's basically a Moscow mule, but with rum. Okay. That's what this beer tasted like. It was fucking amazing, but it was a cream ale. Speaking of cocktails and going back to Pilgaroo, they just announced that they're going to be serving tattered flag, oh, yeah, tattered spirits. flag spirits and canned cocktails and canned cocktails. Um, so simply stairs upward is a 7.9 baby uh, ABV um, IPA American uh, hazy dank. Pills, oats, wheat, citrus, Simcoe in kettle, two separate galaxy dry hops, and one with Simcoe and another another of Citra. Um, this has been checked in 1.9 K times. It averages a 4.10. One friend gave it a 425. I will say it right now. It's Jason, who used to be part of the show. He said this place is amazing on his his tap, on his check-in. I will say this. I enjoy this, but you know what it, I kind of feel like I'm drinking here? Like I have like a cigar taste to it. Like it has like almost like a smoky there cigar. Was, uh, you know, that I my, get a scotch finish to my, it. My, my first couple hits, uh, there was something off on the finish that I did not enjoy. But as I continue to nurse it, uh, it it's going away. Um, uh, it's unusual. That I feel like the I have off, to exhale. Like, the, like the, the off flavor usually gets stronger as it will. Yeah. Like um, it's like I'm getting like a whiskey, like a, almost a scotch aftertaste to it it's like a gentleman drink here it's like you got that like scotch you whiskey about the smoky cigar, like, cigar yeah the, i get that smoky that was, like, the, that was the first thing i thought yeah. of like cigar ash yeah yeah so like i said i i i'm straight 100 transparency i don't know how old this can was i'm hoping it was fairly fresh it's good which goes back to breweries you can still tell print your goddamn canning dates you can yeah. still tell that, that there's definitely oats in this uh, yeah this is smooth um it is dank yeah it does help us when we're purchasing your stuff in third-party retails if you have some type of date on the bottom of your can so we can be like oh this is still kind of like fresh. unless this 21041 is a date so they're printed and we're just talking no but i don't know what, i don't know if that's a date uh, or if it's a it's serial like, number or it might be like a date code yeah so like just a put a date code. date and yeah. don't make us do because this is from april from from Star, New England, yeah this is probably awesome when it first came out i like it but it. based on the movement out of the place I bought it from, I don't think it's that old. But yeah. either way, it's good. But it doesn't hold a candle to the other IPAs I've had from them. Okay. Like I said, the one I had, so we're going to talk about New Anthem a little bit now. So we've had a few beers. I brought their, uh, I gave you one of their veteran lagers a few years ago for the show. Uh, it was like a, a veteran fundraising one. It was really good. But um, they didn't really do cans at the time then. But when I was there, I'm like, yeah, I'll grab some of the. I kind of wish I would have grabbed some cans from the actual brewery now, but um, on tap though, holy shit! So one of my favorite beers I had the entire trip was a Brett Lager. So, Brett the Hitman Lager. Yeah, Brett the Hitman Lager. So what a Brett Lager is, is basically <laughs> yeah. like it uses Brettanomyces. Yes. Okay, like for a, a lambic or a wild ale. Yeah. So basically, it's like a wild fermented lager whole like it was a like that was my probably my favorite beer of the entire trip because it was such a different beer than i've ever had so it had the nice christmas crispness of a lager 
but it had a funk at the end of it from the the tight the strain of yeast that's you remember that time we said we're gonna do four beers an episode i just realized that we fucking smacked that out of the park well i'm, well, I'm not complaining about it i'm just saying remember that time <laughs> well we i mean this that? is the this is the the trip hall yeah it's a trip hall <laughs> yeah but yeah, so like it was a really funky <laughs> lager. Their their saisons and wild fermented stuff are also amazing and fantastic. So like everything that they had on tap was in the places. It's a really it's a nice. It's almost like an oasis because like you're walking in Wilmington. It's like 97 degrees out, and like it's just it's like a warehouse looking building. And you go in and it's just nice and cool. And there's a ton of beer, and oh, they like board games and shit and stuff. But it dog friendly. So you we bring, actually you bring your, any of your dogs to North Carolina? Yeah, we took Loki and Penny, but we don't uh we don't usually take them to Wilmington. It's too hot to take them out during the day. Yeah. So, but I can't remember the guy's name. So you get like an Airbnb that's dog friendly? No, we get a well, we rent a, a house that is dog friendly. Oh, that's sick. So uh, that's one. That's is this one the of trip the, that Header goes on? Yeah. Nice. That's one he, of the he draws. Came back fucking tan. Yeah. <laughs> he got burnt a bit too. Like he was peeling pretty hard. But uh, his first wrestling show back, I'm like holy fuck, oh my god. <laughs> But um, so what, that's one of the reasons we go there is it's very dog friendly beach and it's not like it's not a resort town like Oak Island is. I mean, it's it's been getting more and more populated over the years and more people going there. Like it was very hard to eat this year. And I think that was more of a covid recovering mm-hmm. thing more than anything, because I think just don't have staff. But um, like there's no lifeguards on the beach, so you can do whatever the hell you want, obviously under, a, you know, reasonable like uh so you can drink on the beach you do whatever you want just the only rule is no glass on the beach which is a very good rule because you don't want i don't want to walk through sand and step on broken glass yeah fuck that but it's just it's super chill it's not like you have to go out like an ocean city if you want a good spot you got to go out at six in the morning to get a good spot on the beach like we'll roll out at one o'clock in the afternoon through our pop-up up and we're 100 yards from the water I think Andy said too. There's a lot of cool, like for stuff he's into, like the craft sodas and stuff. Oh always, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really great stuff down that way. So you and your wife find the fucking coolest places to go to. Well, this one is like I've been going there since I was a kid. So yeah. like my dad's side, my grandfather had a house on the island, and then like, my uncle. If you ever like, if you are rich, you're like, hey, we're doing this this weekend. Do you want to go? I'm like, listen, if they're fucking recommending it, they've never start. They've never steered us wrong. Mm-hmm. We're going. We're gonna have. We're gonna have a fucking good time. Like Gettysburg. I was like, all right, I've done Gettysburg. But I never done Gettysburg with them. And I was like, <laughs> it's a whole different experience. Like I've never, I've, I've done um, Jim Thorpe, but I've never done Jim Thorpe with them. And I'm like, all right, this is fucking a good time. Unless you're going hiking, then I'll fucking stay back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, but everything else, you guys, you guys fucking kill it. But um, yeah, no, but like I said, Oak Island is like my favorite beach. And then like, I mean, we, we might start doing an alternate every other year just because it's a very, it is a long drive. That's the only negative about it. I, I grew up with uh, not a lot of vacations in my childhood because we're we're not wealthy, um, but uh, we we all got together and we used to do Ocean City, Maryland, right? And then the one year we're like, it's cheaper to go to Rehoboth, right? Um, never knew that Rehoboth was. Now you have to yeah. think too. This is the '90s, right? It's not out there yet. It's not something. To, it's not. It's not. It's not something that's openly accepted. And it, and not one of my family was against it, but it was very it was a it was a culture shock for people from school county to go to Hoboth and realize yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> at a a gay beach, they're at yeah. a gay beach. Yeah. So like we're all walking to the beach and I'm like, holy shit, like look at those two dudes kissing. <laughs> like those two girls are kissing. This is uh this is different. I'm not used to this. And then like they didn't no one else really seemed to notice. They're just like head down walking to the beach. And then like my uncle, two my uncle and his brother are two big brawlky guys, and they're like, 
I love your NBC Sports shirt. And then he's like, thank you, man. I love NBC Sports. You, you like football? It's like, not really. Just like that shirt on you. And he's like, <laughs> and he just like didn't click. And he just kept walking. He goes back. And they start looking around. They're like, we went to a gay beach. <laughs> we went like a whole family went on a gay beach trip. And I had a blast. I had a really good time. Now, Rehoboth is great. And especially now, like Rehoboth is awesome. And so is Dewey. I mean, they're literally like, um, you could throw a rock from Rehoboth yeah, from to Dewey. one to the other. And also another place, like Dogfish Head's main, like, tap room is there like in, in Rehoboth yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. let's fucking go to Rehoboth. Like the, the, yeah. the breweries and lose I believe yeah and but uh the, they have an amazing tap room with stage and restaurant and everything in and they, that's and they also too, that's uh, uh see if this is what Bill's gonna say too uh the one down there the amount of beers they make that are available nowhere yeah else exactly is, is it's kind of like the Guinness not, brewery yeah like you like dog uh, shit like like Guinness might have eight that you can only get there like any given day and there's like 20 down there yeah well like, I know at one point at the brew pub in Rehoboth they did a stout that they made with lobster so <laughs> they they boiled the lobsters oh boy. for that sounds interesting for in in the restaurant while they were boiling so while the beer the wort yep yeah and then they served it but then the lobster was in the beer and then it was only available at at the tap room they have a the one like i don't think a lot of i don't know pennsylvanians know but they also make their own spirits and they're fantastic their gin is amazing and and they also own an inn you could stay at the inn it's dog friendly there's a fire pit outside and apparently sam the owner and his wife randomly show up and hang out at the like at, at the campfire and drink beers with you that's sick yeah, actually, so I'm actually going to Rehoboth at the end of the month. Yeah, we're going with uh, Vicky and Kyle. Nice for a few days. We're actually we're staying in Dewey, so um, I will be bringing back a. Uh, we should do a dogfish episode. Another selection. No Dewey Brewing Company. Holy fuck! You want sours? Holy shit! That place right. is amazing. I'm in. I'm sure, Bob has probably had some stuff from there. Yeah, Grab some speak, stickers too. So speaking of vacations, too, we're, we're going to be going to Vermont. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, I I gotta we gotta get that bus trip thing planned out, especially Remind, when it, if like the hit fall up, time. Uh, the the originator of the hazies. Uh, we want to do Lake Champlain, so it's gonna be more based around there. Are you still so, doing a trip to Florida this year for the Dolphins game? And this year, it might not be until after January, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like. Cool. To, I'm, I'm gonna definitely try and go down. All right, let's get a. Uh, all right, so this, I, next one, this, this is the one I was most excited for, can-wise. So, Dog Haze of Summer, and this is from Bill's Brewery. No, you made this. <laughs> I, did. I had to give Billy a full can of this yeah, one. <laughs> he's got to be in this one. We can't Photoshop him. Yeah. Dude, I did a really good job <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah, you did. That was Snapchat. That was all Snapchat. <laughs> so, this one, I'm going to preface by saying I did not like it at first, but this is one I cracked on the beach. <laughs> and What's it called? This is Dog da- Dog Haze of Summer. Uh, was it Dog Haze or Dog Days of Summer? I think it's dog hate. Yep, dog haze. Yeah, dog haze. A uh, English bulldog has been secretly my dream dog since I was a kid. Uh, but every single time I ever researched to own one, you have to have a lot of money to buy one because they're super expensive, and you got to be prepared for medical expenses because they get cherry eye and they have respiratory problems. There and... has been a lot popping up at rescues lately. Really? Yeah. Probably for the reasons you're mentioning, and people are pieces of shit. Yeah, so I, I, I just really, really don't want to get a dog that will have to go through that. I don't have the money to support it. You know what I mean? It's like a kid. Like you don't just get a dog to be like, "Hey, I'm going to get this dog," and I didn't do any research on what it would take to be an owner. Like 
they're, they're a type of dog you need to be you need to be wealthy to own. You can't just be some slub who owns an English bulldog and then the dogs walk around with huge cherry eyes and you're like, well, I can't afford to get it fixed. It's like, well, then fucking why did you pick that dog? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would re- as a rescue advocate and all that fucking research your breeze before you like our Sheba. Um, the reason we got him. He was three years old when we adopted him from Hillside because he kept running away because people would just chain him out, just put him out in the yard and let him do his thing and not touch him. And he would escape because he's a Sheba mm-hmm. and they're fucking assholes. But uh, he would escape and run away and someone kept catching him. He was at the Hillside two or three times and two or three different adoptions before we got him. Really? Yes. So like they didn't want people didn't want to put in the work because, oh, he's a runner. Like, yeah, fucking pad your yard i mean <laughs> yeah my we had a husky that was like that like dude if it fucking snowed he's like i'm out like you ain't keep me in this yard like he's a fucking he was awesome dude that's what like our husky is the laziest husky on the face of the earth loki <laughs> just like i don't think he would try to jump out of the yard if he could your your husky acts more like a german shepherd than anything i've ever seen he like, acts he, like a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah he's just like he's like a mix between a german shepherd and a boxer like he's like a little kid he jumps around he's super hyperactive yeah. but he's also very like not separation anxiety but he has to be around a human oh all no time. he needs to ham it up like yeah. he loves people yeah but uh which is like he loves being in his crate like he'll go and hang out in his crate when we're just watching a movie sometimes mm-hmm. but like he is he's just, he's not a stereotypical husky <laughs> like if i didn't have a six foot privacy fence i don't think i would need a six foot privacy fence. yeah 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 <laughs> so this is the dog haze of summer once yes. again great job bills brewing company getting this talk about the doggos 7.5 abv 1.7 k check-ins for averages of 4.2 one friend gave it a 370 um, I'm not gonna say who it is because they may be at the table. Um, it, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> summer of sea, uh, summer he, season, my highlight. Yeah, <laughs> summer and seasonal uh, New England IPA with heaps of galaxy, Amarillo, Isaac, Citra, and Mosaic. So yeah, yeah, you're my you're my highlight too. So I'll just let you talk about it. But here we go, baby. The the, the dog haze of summer. Our second to last beer of this episode, and then we're gonna we're gonna end properly with some uh, some glam metal. <laughs> wow that's creamy this is a nice hazy it's got a there's a weird funk on the back end that i get out of it i don't know if you guys do or not i think this is where jason would say it's oily like he had like an oily taste to it i could kind of see that i like it though i think this one is no this has the dates on it i will say this i it wouldn't be my go-to outdoor all day summer right, beer. So this one is fairly old. This is five twenty one twenty one. Okay. Actually, no. Hold on. Six. No, it's not that old. Six twenty one. So it should still be good. But it it's definitely not. If you're looking for more of like the light bodied, yeah. This is not. This is not a heavy IPA. This isn't the Plains Arms. This isn't no. like you can chug this all day long. This is something you're sitting in the AC. You're watching in the summertime. You're hanging out after you you cut your grass. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So I, this is one that I. Like I said, I had it on the beach at first, and I'm like, eh. But then when I poured it later, it was fantastic. This is more bitter than the other ones were, yeah. too. So I, I could see that not being as, as attractive in the heat. Yeah. You know you know where this would be good? Like, towards the end of summer, when it starts getting cool a little bit, and you have, like, that campfire going. But it's not quite fall, where you have to be in a hoodie. Yeah. But you it's, can still be. Like, awesome. it's like a nightcap. Yeah. More than a, and then all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm into that. I like this. This is good. No, it's not bad by any means. Um, no, no, there's, um, I, it's, it's not as light. 
and it's a little more bitter than the others. But yeah, they're absolutely Holy nothing shit. bad to say about this. This is one that actually gets better as it gets warmer too. I think. Oh, we got some. Uh, <laughs> we got some. Talk. I know we're being trolled, but I'm into it. Here we go. A uh, little early for beers, guy. Try to be a little more beer conscious in the future. Oh, and it's I am Rick. So this is Rick Flair talking to us. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I love this. This is great. Uh, I am Rick also, on YouTube, by the way, said, dude in the orange shirt. I think that's you. Um, did you read my comment or do you need to pass it on? I'm red shirt. So he's probably talking to you. Red shirt's in charge of the comments, Rick. So uh, by the way, huge fan. Um, I missed the beginning. What kind of beer you got there? So we have these are all beers from North Carolina. Uh, not Charlotte. Like your daughter, but this is from like the Wilmington area. Isn't what Rick Flair's from Greensboro, right? Yeah, Greensboro. Yeah, yeah. So this is your hometown beer, Rick. No, it's not. He's from up north. Greensboro's up north. Oh, mm-hmm. well, he's from North Carolina. Yeah. yeah so no, these we'll, are, we'll give it home state. Home yeah, home, home state, state beers. Advantage. Um, so we have um double D's, which you're also a huge fan of. So I'm I'm, I'm here all day long, baby. <laughs> and also, my friend Rick, it's a Sunday. There's no proper time for beer. now why is rick flair yelling at us for drinking beers <laughs> anyway um, yeah, I, I tried to get him to go for breakfast but no one else would get up that early yeah um i did make myself a very nice breakfast though this morning i'm like i can't drink at 12 without having something in there <laughs> <laughs> hey guy without the beard i think it's important you read the comments i'd be a great segment of the show called dumb guy in the chat says i'm into this i'm into this guy a lot <laughs> i hope you subscribed because you're you're great uh maybe get a lime to cut the bitterness and then uh Okay, sorry, didn't know the red shirt guy was the comment guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into you. You stick around. You're 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 all right, Rick. Um, by the way, are you excited for all out tonight? Let me know. <laughs> um, where are we at? D- D- Dog haze. I like it. I mean, there's nothing bad about it. So, but it's it's a it's a hazy. It, it's it's definitely a little stronger and drinks stronger than the other ones. Like I said, it was one that like when I poured it and drank it later. It was a lot better than what I thought, what I remembered when I cranked it on the, you know, 90 degree beach. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely not a beach beer. All right. So uh, let's go back to summer beers, Bob. We'll start with you again. What's another summer beer you look forward to? Hmm. As I burp. So I'm all over the place so much. That's, that's really a hard call for me. Um, summertime for me is tough because i don't have like a set like oh i can't wait for the summer for this beer i think more or less for me i get more excited in like the fall like with the marzins and yeah, the october yeah. fest and what, what, i do we i think we do we talk off camera or on camera about so it's like summer i don't necessarily look for specific summer beers as of stuff that i'm gonna drink all day when it's hot out when i'm at like my buddy's cabin or i'm making stuff on the grill yeah, i mean if, if you want to get technical now Oktoberfest is a summer beer you know yeah yeah because because they're yeah they're in july, july now <laughs> but yeah i mean um uh, other than like the occasional watermelon beer that comes out seasonally like that i just um i'm i'm all over the place too much i, uh-huh. I enjoy too but um uh, and and you never know what's going to grab my eye when I'm out looking for new beer too. Um, I, and I'm like that for every season. Um, yeah. I think the summer is a great time for those light bodied easy. Yeah. yeah. The ones that people would probably pick on you for drinking the girly drinks. You know what I mean? Uh, do you have one lined up bill? Uh, Trogues field study. Okay. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. Out right before nimble giant. Yeah. I so, agree with that one. And, and that's a lighter body, yeah. but still, like I think it's only like six percent, yeah. so it's still technically an all dayer when you're used to drinking eight nine percenters yeah. all the time. Yeah, 
Andy. Mine, a, a new favorite this year that emerged is the Lazy River Pills from New Trail. Oh, yeah, yeah. That uh, was I, kept, good. I, grabbed, I don't know how many six packs I've grabbed of that at the craft house this summer because it's just a super awesome Pilsner. It's not expensive and it comes in six packs, 12. Six, uh, tw- ah, 12 ounce six packs. I'm not going to pick a certain beer. I'm going to pick a style of beer because I think in the summer, especially this summer for me, it's been huge. And I think a lot of breweries are adapting it and a lot of breweries are making it. And a lot of domestic companies are making their own versions of it. And I think this has been a, a big year for seltzers. Um, I think when Seltzer's first came out with the White Claw, you're like, I don't like that TV static taste. And then you get away from that. But you had the Mike's Hard Seltzer's and they were unbelievably good. Like that mango one, it didn't have that TV static taste to it. Dude, the pineapple one just tastes like straight up pineapple juice. Yeah. So this year has been a good year for Seltzer's. I mean, I think everyone was kind of like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Everyone's making Seltzer's now. And I think the first couple ones like the the, the White Claw and then the Bud Light and then all the other ones were kind of like, oh. Well, I can say the Bud Lights and the Trulies have more flavor at least than what the White Claws do. I, I like the White Claw. I didn't like the Bud Light ones. I, I do like, like the, the, I do like Truly, though. The, there was one Bud Light one that was decent. I think it was maybe the strawberry one, I think, yeah. was all right. But, like, the White Claw... I don't love seltzers to begin with, but they're good when it's super hot out. Yeah. My only gripe now is they're starting to... Brand, like, certain... Like, a lot of the craft breweries now are starting to make seltzers, but then they're also starting to blur that line again. Is this even yeah. a seltzer anymore? Well, yeah, because yeah, un, Untitled Art puts a fair amount of them out, but they're, like, Heavily fruited, yeah, like yeah. four <laughs> seltzers. The, the, the Pilgaroo seltzer, yeah. yeah, it didn't drink like a seltzer at all. No, it drank yeah, like the, juice. Yeah. Like the uh, four score has been doing like the seltzer jambas, and it's like that thing is pale green and murky. That's not a seltzer anymore, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, what point do you they are they a cocktail? In a it's, it's like they might use the same process that they would to make a yeah. seltzer, but then they throw in they all just, the fruit they would, they just don't, like over, a, they don't over carbonate, they a, give it the bubbly jamba. taste, yeah, yeah. So Rick says, okay, I subscribe, which is thank you, man. Thank you. So we're on that path to 1K. So if you tell the rest of your friends, Rick, that'd be amazing. But I need you to think about a dumb guy in the chat segment. The dumb guy in the chat says segment at, for me at some point. Dude, we're 100%. If you if start joining our chats every time we do this, we will gladly highlight your dumb man in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> so so just a, just a heads up, Rick. This this network that you're, you're subscribed to isn't just beer. So on Tuesdays, we do a, a, it rotates between like a supernatural paranormal show. And then it rotates between a pop culture TV show, movie, comic book show every every Tuesday at seven. And then on Thursdays we talk pro wrestling at seven o'clock. And then on uh, on uh, Sundays, every other Sunday we're live. We do a pre-recorded one Sunday and then a live on Sunday, the other Sunday, um, because I actually do wrestling commentary on Sunday. So we have to stagger our Sundays sometimes. But uh, yeah, if you're willing to hang out, we'll we'll put you in the chat like we are right now. And then he says. Uh, I'm more of a two ounce beer guy, <laughs> two ounce can beer guy. I get them all around here for about a buck, a buck fifty each, and um, twenty four ounce. So you're a natty daddy guy, natty daddy. I'm more in the twenty four ounce spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, um, I was an indie wrestler, mostly a ref. That's exciting. Nice. Where, where do you are you from? Do you, like, do you know who we are? Do you just stumble across us? Um, because yeah, I, I do, uh, I help out with the indie, independent wrestling scene. I do commentary. Yeah. And no, also, one of our uh, buddies that is an indie wrestler since yeah. on two of the shows. Yeah. Andy Hedder, who's a local wrestler. Three of the, in shows. Our area. Three of the shows. Three of the shows. He's, yeah. he's a, he's a man. He's a workhorse, but uh, yeah, I do wrestling commentary and I also help produce and film wrestling shows. Texas. That's cool. I just interviewed a guy from Texas for his local wrestling promotion. that just started. Nice. Yeah, Russell wave. Yeah. So, uh, thanks man. Thank you for hanging out. 
And he said, no, I just stumbled on here. Well, we're glad to have That's you. Awesome. Thank you for that, hanging that, out. We Thanks need more people by. like you, Rick. Yeah, we share it up. Woo! Woo! <laughs> he goes, I will watch. I like you guys. Well, we like you too. We like we love you. So let's go. Like we only on this last beer, and we have two more to talk about for our top five summer beers. So I'm gonna start off my next one. And this is one of my favorites all year round, too, but especially in the summer is Negra Mandelo. Yeah. Uh it's my favorite Mexican beer. It's a dark lager. Uh it's usually my go-to anytime in a Mexican restaurant, but also like when I'm cranking stuff out on the grill really hot out it's a really really it's dark but it's a really nice easy drinking mexican lager and i love it yeah i'll i'll i would i'll piggyback i don't have a i can't fucking talk i'm a little buzz anyway i don't have a like i like the style of mexican lager so in the summertime they they normally pop out a lot and i'm a fan of that style of beer like that's another example like um uh in the right circumstance i could sit on the back porch all day with one of those or even a corona yeah but um I could do that any day. Like I, I don't consider that a, a seasonal beer. I, I yeah. like your last, uh, and I'm not busting on you yeah. either, but like your last pick was a Pilsner. Like, yeah. Um, I can drink a Pilsner in February. I can drink a Pilsner in July. Yeah. yeah. I, to, to me, it's, it's, it's not a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I, I said, I'm all over the board with what I like. It's, it's, a lot of my beers I drink all year round. Yeah, I don't drink darker I do beers. I drink them all year round. But I think more so I, I see myself gravitating toward them more during those seasons. Like, yeah. I don't typically buy Negro Modelo for the home, but like when I'm low, I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff on the grill. Like I'll grab a six pack or 12 pack of bottles and have at it. But like I won't buy it in February. But if I go to a Mexican restaurant in February, I'll probably get that. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, uh, Pilgaroos. Sorry to keep bringing them up. Uh, if you're a professional wrestling guy, Rick, uh, Pilgaroo is owned by professional wrestler Tony Deppin, who it just was announced that he'd be wrestling at the next GCW show. And also, he's going to be wrestling Matt Seidel at True Wrestling, which nice. is pretty fucking exciting. So I'll probably go see that event. because Where's that be- at? True is normally, it's somewhere in Pennsylvania, but I'm not sure exactly okay. what city, but it's 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 probably not super far away, but I'll definitely go do that. Dude, driving to wrestling shows now is like that, that thing has been canceled for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not driving that far. I've been driving to Philly and Jersey every yeah, other weekend and, or and, and New York and right? Albany, New York. So like, I feel like I'm one of the boys, like yeah. I'm traveling, nice. I'm putting my road hours in, you know, nice uh, sleeping in the back, eating at gas stations. I'm one of the yeah. tour. I'm on tour, <laughs> baby. I love it. Uh, I told Heidi, I said, listen, like if this ever takes off, like, I'm all about this life. <laughs> like, just I would live in a van. I don't care. I love it. See, I used to want to be about that life with the band stuff. Now I couldn't see myself living in a van, living on scraps and fucking gas station food. Oh, I like love it. Six weeks at a time. I would fucking love it. Weekend, yeah, <laughs> fine. But like for uh, like, no, I couldn't do it. Yeah, not dude. Not, I fucking not almost forty. <laughs> probably a terrible story to tell. But I was at a show in Albany. And uh, the Rock and Roll Express, Luke uh, Luke from the Bushwhackers was there. Um, J- uh, fucking, I'm having a brain fart. Ellerling. Uh, Paul had, Ellering? His daughter. His daughter. Yeah, was wrestling. Um, but like, you're in a locker room, right? So people are <laughs> getting changed. And the Rock and Roll Express, uh, don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, like what, almost 70? <laughs> yeah. So I seen... Everything I needed to see from the Rock Girl Express. <laughs> um, and also seeing them got to do a Canadian Destroyer Live. So the team they wrestled is a team from the area that I, I've always heard a lot about from Andy. They're called the Stepdads. And their yeah. whole gimmick is their their dad. So they bring thermostats out to the ring. Like, don't fucking touch this. You know what I mean? Like, they're funny. And they wrestle the Rock and Roll Express. Every tag team in the world wants to wrestle Rock and Roll Express. So they wrestle them. They take the Canadian Destroyer. They come backstage. They're like, hey, can you do us a huge favor, man? 
can you take a photo with us with the Rock and Roll Express? I said, fuck yeah. Like uh, I'm not even in the photo, but I'm excited to take it. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, uh, so they're like, yeah. The legends, man. So Ricky's changing, and he all he's wearing right now is a T-shirt. <laughs> That's all he's wearing. Everything, <laughs> everything else is out. And his teammate was like, okay, can we get a, t- a photo? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks over at his partner and goes, we got to take it right now. <laughs> so 40 years later, they're still ribbing each other. So literally the photo is from the chest up and him sitting in a chair doing double thumbs up and everyone's fucking crying laughing because everyone knows from the bottom down. It's just because he's trying to like, because he didn't know if I'm cropping it. So he's like, he has a shirt covering his junk. <laughs> so it's like, I'm taking a photo and I'm staring right at his bread basket <laughs> and everyone else is smiling. Like it was the best hands down my best That's wrestling awesome. photo i ever taken in my life yeah uh here we go rick's back i did some shows with ecw guys new jack mikey whipwreck tommy dreamer but they were all they were in a tiny fed nice. my, mikey whipwreck used to do the head be the head trainer for ppw mikey whipwreck was always awesome so it was tommy dreamer and new yeah. jack's out of his fucking mind <laughs> new jack was supposed to be at the convention we were supposed to be at a couple weeks uh months uh well, like last month but he passed away before it so i didn't get a chance to actually meet new jack tommy dreamer is on my list i love fucking tommy dreamer um but i've met the blue meanie a bunch of times uh hc loke i've been up i meet i see all the time um, trying to think of other ECW. I met Sandman a couple times. Dude, I miss ECW at the Hamburg Fieldhouse. Yeah, and my my favorite memories is my favorite memory of Hamburg Fieldhouse ECW was RVD and Jerry Lynn, one of their epic matches. So we were at well, I think second row, and RVD throws Jerry Lynn into the crowd right where we're at. So. And then RVD dove off the turnbuckle into our seats onto Jerry Lynn. <laughs> I'm nice. like, this is so fucking awesome. Dude, every every podcast in this network Dude. somehow devolves into professional <laughs> and wrestling. And I'm all about fucking it. New Jack's matches. So if you've ever been to the Hamburg Fieldhouse, they're I can't remember if they are currently that way or not. You've been there more recently than I have, but so the chairs there are very, very hardwood chairs. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not like the steel chairs. I remember like, like uh, 1970s elementary school chair. Yeah. yeah. So I remember one of the shows with New Jack and I forget who he was against, but uh, he taking one of the Hamburg Fieldhouse chairs and breaking it over some dude's head. And they're, <laughs> they're like hardwood. Yeah, that fucking hurt. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, ladies bark. I'm going to see what's going on. Uh, you guys were talking about. The but yeah, so this this last beer we got going on, I bought this. I'm going to straight up say I bought this solely because of what it's called. <laughs> it's called Glam Metal from the Wilmington Brewing Company. It's a hazy imperial IPA brewed with tart cherries and lactose. So I honestly didn't look at that when I bought it because uh, these are things I don't love. But this is one that as you drink it, I think it gets better. I mean, as you let it get warm and drink it, it gets better. Like it's got the nice, it's got the creaminess from the lactose. The tart cherry is there and i think it's nice it, it's not it's like an, an undertone o- instead of a primary yeah like flavor. it doesn't yeah. overpower anything but it, i think you know it's funny drinking it now and letting this can sit for a while because i don't know when this one's brewed either but i think this is actually better now than when i had it earlier do we read it off no not yet we didn't leave, read the description we just kind of right. talked about what's in it i have it up all right go ahead uh, Glam Metal from the Wilmington Brewing Company of Wilmington, North Carolina. It is a uh, Imperial Double New England IPA coming in at 9% ABV. Uh, it's been checked in 936 times. Uh, I have six friend check-ins. Uh, 
Bill's my highlight. God damn you, um, Bill. Hazy Imperial IPA brewed with tart cherries and lactose, all El Dorado hops, and the flavor profile is tropical, tart, citrus, hoppy, and floral. I didn't even pick up the cherry until you said it. Uh, it averages a, a 3.94, and on the uh, Six Friends, it averages a 4.18. Yeah, I, I'm into this. I don't. I think I'm gonna protect the four on it, but I'm into it. I like it a lot. Um, sorry, I thought that was Heidi fucking messing in the group chat and with the yell at her. Um, yeah, that's this is good. I really like this one. Speaking of glam metal, I don't know if what you guys are doing next Thursday, but if you get tickets, me and Heather will be at the Fozzie Show in HMAC. You can come hang out with us. We can do some stuff before the show. It's one of those trips where I have to literally right after work leave and yeah. be up there. But uh, we we uh, one of the the local radio stations around here uh, we became friends with with the podcast and he gave us two free tickets to go see Fozzie. So me and Heather are gonna go. If you're not going to the show and you would like to join Brian at Pilgaroo, they're having a wrestling trivia wrestling night. Wrestling trivia night. And uh, I'm sure Brian doesn't need the help, but if you want to go hang out with him um, <laughs> and get that W for the podcast crew, <laughs> <laughs> that's available for you as well. Um, he said. Uh, I'm pretty good friends with Necro Butcher, if you know who that oh, is. Yeah, Absolutely, uh, yeah. Fucking uh, CZW. Yeah. Dude, that um, was mind. <laughs> but enough about me. This show shouldn't be about my awesome wrestling career. Dude, it should be about your wrestling career. You should come on and talk to us. It's all about the beer. It's always about professional. Everything in life is professional wrestling. You have to live the gimmick, my guy. It's, it's all about uh, glam metal. Uh, I'm into this. I, I don't... I, I think, like... I would definitely have more of it. But compared to the other stuff on the show that we had today, um, it's not super high for me, but I really, really enjoy it. I like it, it a lot. The, I actually like it better now than the cherry is really strong. The aftertaste for cherry for yeah. me is strong. I, I think would, this would be a better winter IPA. Yeah. But like I said, I, I preface, I bought it simply because it said glam metal. I didn't even look at what it was. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get, we're, we are running a little bit here, longer here. So let's, uh, because the chat's active which we like the yeah. chat is great i love that um one last one before you all leave do you do any live streams on your personal channels uh new no we do not i that's actually something i'm going to be working on shortly i just need to get a camera for home yeah um, well i can I'm, always give you access to this too to use you can just use the network stuff if you want no i just don't have a camera oh yeah yeah like that well, besides my phone which i don't really want to use yeah I'm, I'm thinking about maybe doing some discord stuff yeah yeah we do have a discord that he's going to start going live on uh yeah, so I'm if you want to some discord stuff because then we that way we can like if i'm going to watch like something and drink a beer or two like i don't have to worry about getting snipped for copyright shit if we do it through discord and absolutely stuff, so. But uh, yeah, that's something I'm working on. Um, hopefully, within the next few weeks, uh, I have a few. I have unfortunately some plumbing expenses I had to take care of that kind of put some things on the sideline. <laughs> but stupid home ownership bullshit. But uh, yeah, no, that's something we're going to be looking at as streaming personally uh, for the channel. Um, and you know, but related. Yeah, we have tons of community pages. So if you go to the uh, our links below, and then it'll show you everywhere we're located for banging beers. But then if you click the IWEP network one, you see the rest of our shows we do, and you can follow our community pages. Uh, we have a wrestling community page. You can post your stuff in. We have a lot of fun stuff. But we are looking. I'm looking to even do uh, video game live streams soon. Um, you know that now that I'm first shift and we're we're coming back heavier, I want to start streaming some video games. Um, I will try to subscribe to everyone that does live streams. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Um, can you stream on a free browser-based stream service called 
Oh, you can stream on a free browser called Restream. We use StreamYard right now, so that's what we're on right now. It's kind of a browser-based thing, and it puts us – we're right now we're live on Facebook, YouTube, uh, to Instagram – no, sorry, Twitter, Twitter, and Twitch. So we're live on those those platforms. But uh, enough about that. Let's get into our beer of the night. I'm going to start with you, Hold Bob. on. Before we get that, I think oh, good. our last summer beer. Oh, last summer beer? So – Mine is a tie because there's one beer I have not seen it in a long time and I okay. loved it. I don't know if they don't make it anymore or it's just not making it to our area, but Terrapin Tea Time. Okay. It is a black tea lemon sour and it is a, and tea time spelled like golf tea. But uh, actually, is it golf tea or is it? I can't remember. I think it might be tea time, the tea. They, the Terrapin makes a really good watermelon beer too. I don't know. I've seen it, but I don't think I've had that one. But, next year, next summer's goal is just watermelon out. But all the, watermelon. But all the tea watermelon. time, watermelon. It's, it's literally, it's like Gears Ice Tea that fucks you up. <laughs> like it's lemon tea sour. It's awesome. But uh, is it like scooping around. Another Pilgaroo it, shout out. <laughs> it's different. So uh, it's more lemony, but uh, and more tea. Yeah. Like I thought Pilgaroo's is more like I get the beer yeah. more than I do the Gears Ice Tea in that one, which is still good. But, um, but uh, I, it's between that and like, but my go-to like sitting around like grilling, going to my buddy's cabin, going, doing something hot weather is usually bush. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you can't beat like $16 or $18, $12.30 pack. <laughs> I'll, I'll piggyback. You know, it was a good summer beer this year for me and everywhere I had it. I, I enjoyed drinking it for the most part of the day. Bush apple. Uh, see, that one I don't love. That to I, me is more fall. Yeah, but no, because of the apple. All, like bush, okay. Bush. I mean, if, if we're going to talk summer, why not the nat, the Natterday's pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's my that's my summer beer. That was it. I only had one can of it, but I liked it. it. We have 30 packs on sale right now for like 12 bucks. Grab one and bring it up. Right. money. <laughs> fucking smack them down. If you come back later for the fucking for the, for the pay-per-view, if you swing by, grab a 30 pack and that will that'll be our podcast. That'll be our, our pay-per-view beer. We'll, we'll just pass it around. <laughs> but a 30 is. <laughs> pineapple yeah yeah but yeah the uh b- between bush or pbr is just my normal when it's hot out i'm gonna drink i mean i'll drink them a year round too but i feel myself buying more of it in the summer yeah bob or bill sorry uh i'm gonna go with the rattler from uh f- from bitburger okay oh holy shit i forgot about <laughs> that, that. Was, yeah it was in like a variety eight pack that we had gotten in and it's what like not even four percent but that's it's good. Bob. Uh, same spot as last time. You know, just uh, <laughs> give a style or a beer that kind of catches you. Well, I mean, uh, for this, for a season, not particularly. I mean, like uh, um, in the spring, I might look out for box. In the fall, I might look out for double box or uh, or the Marzins mm-hmm. but, uh, I, because it's the only time you can get them. But uh yeah, nothing nothing really sticks me for summer. Yeah. Or, you know, we're, if we're going to go seasonal too, then when I, um, uh, for every winter, I always look for the, the new Sammy Claus releases. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just uh, summer's just another day for me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, I guess, like, the fruit like the bomb pop everyone makes a bomb pop during the fourth of july in the summertime like everyone has that style flavor but no one fucking nails it yeah. like i don't think any of them nail a bomb i have pop. a uh 
uh, vape pen that's bomb pop. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty pretty tasty. Um, but yeah, but Bill, we'll start with you. Or Bill or Bob, whoever wants to go first, we'll go beer of the night. Not even thinking about a flying machine escape from Logger Mountain. Bill, same. Wow. Andy. Well, I'm not going to vote because of the one I want, so I'm going to go with that too because that's awesome. That was my pick as well. <laughs> Dude, clean sweep. Dude, that was good. It was a good beer. I'm actually, I'm putting oh, that for a can out of the night too. Law of, dude, just a great, great beer. All right. We'll start with Bill. Number two. Number two. Mm. I'll go with that guy. You're going Blackbeard. Same. <laughs> that was good enough. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Blackbird. Yeah. I, I I think from I'll agree with it just to get it through. Um, That's I think good. overall presentation that killed it. I think that gave the b- biggest conversation on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just yeah. the lore around Edward Teach is fucking awesome. But I mean, Flying Machine too, because you think North Carolina is where the Wright brothers flew their first plane in Kitty Hawk too. So yeah, it's also North Carolina history. I'm going to go, I'll start uh, third place. I'm going to go water, watermelon lager. I'm going to agree. Third. Yeah, that was good. I will say this. There has, there was not one stinker on the, on this show. I think if I had to keep going, I think it would end up probably my like last place would be, I don't I, I'm not even going to say it because I think it's fucked up to even go that route, but everything on this show was really good. There's nothing I would never drink. Not, I would never not drink again. Um, but our I beer, agreed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, our beer of the night will be flying machine. Uh, second place we print the legend. Number two will be the watermelon lager double D's. Weird the double D's finished third. You know, sometimes you know, gotta do what well, you gotta you know, do. Don and Don is supposed to. <laughs> Parkland, so. <laughs> Bob, what do you got to plug tonight? Oh, let's see. Uh, the 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 road tripping with Rosa. Episode. Oh yeah, we didn't even, yeah. we didn't even we didn't even do that. Yeah. So um, last weekend, uh, we were going to do a, a road trip through Maryland, and, and like everything went wrong. Uh, we were way behind schedule. Um, and uh, the first beer of the day was at a, a Fuddruckers. I didn't even know they still had any around. And um, uh, they were already making the food by the time I realized the only beer they had was Miller Lite. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, so, uh, my first beer of the trip was Miller Lite. I would have just Rockers. passed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many um, Miller Lights. I was just like, oh, uh, the, the burger was awesome though. I, 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 I had to have a, a beer to post with the burger. Yeah. So, um, when we got done there, we were back on the road less than 10 minutes and we had to stop gas up and, uh, ended up in the middle of nowhere. And we were still like an hour and a half away from the first stop. So I just, uh, opened up the map on, on, untapped. And it ended up we were like 20 minutes away from the Guinness Brewery in Maplethorpe down by Baltimore. So we're going here. Oh, yeah. That's a fun time. And uh, that was our first stop of the day. What was the ones on tap that you couldn't, like, that are um, not normal oh Guinness beers? Oh, my God. Um, I took a picture of the board. Uh, we were there. My dad really popped for this coffee stout they made. Um, and they had a black IPA that was pretty good. So I, I did a flight there, and then I had two other full pours. Um, Huge, beautiful. They actually have a sign that looks like it looks like the North Pole, and it says like how many miles this direction towards Ireland, Dublin, and yeah, yeah. 
huge outdoor seating area, like fire pits, uh, cornhole boards. They have usually have food trucks outside. They have an outdoor bar. It's a it's a really beautiful place. The Guinness place in in Maryland. So they had uh, nineteen options on tap that day. Uh, Guinness Draught, Guinness Extra Stout. I'm sorry, the Foreign Extra Stout. Oh, I love the extra. The foreign. Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Stout. Third Anniversary Barrel Aged Grand Cru. The Imperial oh. Stout. The Baltimore Blonde, Over the Moon Milk Stout, Wide Mouth White Ale, the Guinness IPA, the Salt and Lime Ale. Guinness IPA? I don't think I've had that. Uh, next week, you won't be able to say that anymore. Really? I brought some home. Oh, you're the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, tea with Lemon Ale, Mexican Amber Lager, Spice Stout, the West Coast IPA, Stout with Mint and Chocolate, Raspberry Tangerine Ale. Ooh. Brett Farmhouse Ale, Rice and Rye Brown Ale, and a Coconut Porter. So essentially what they did is they hired local people who are craft brewers, just gave them Guinness money and Guinness supplies and said, just make stuff that will only be served in this brewery. And that's and that's what's cool about it. Like we were talking about Dogfish Head earlier. It's like this. It's like I, I don't know if it's the same here, but like uh, we're Guinness is huge. They're all like where they have operations in Africa and Asia and stuff. They actually take the wort from Guinness. And everything they make at those other breweries is based on the original real Guinness wort from Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know if that's how they operate here, but uh, that seems to be their, their It's MO. beautiful. I bought like a soccer pullover zip-up jacket, like a Guinness one. I still, I can't wait for it to get a little chillier because I love wearing it. I'm not a Guinness, like the Guinness fan, but I love harp. I love blonde. Like I, I don't like the darker ones, but I, like, I'm not a, like the traditional Guinness stout fan, but I, I like all their other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good trip. So uh, we left there. Um, another was like a 15-minute drive away. It was called the, the make sure I'm saying this right, the uh, Chesapeake Brewery. Um, uh, that was a nice place there, too. Uh, they probably had 20 different selections on tap. Uh, they had a Cascale that was uh, based on Earl Grey tea with cayenne pepper. Oh, that it. sounds awesome. It was. It was fantastic. Uh, and uh, one of the neat things there was is they had a plaque on the wall with a uh, a story about the name Chesapeake. Um, and actually, if I didn't close my photo album, the Chesapeake, they say, was, I believe it was the uh, seventh oldest place name still in active use with the um, uh, the Department of the Interior or whoever it is that's responsible for maintaining the database on place names and mapping and whatever in the United States. There it is. Uh, so Chesapeake is the seventh oldest surviving English place name in the U S first applied as Chesapeake with a K instead of a C by explorers heading North from the Roanoke colony into a Chesapeake tributary in 1585 or 1586. All those lost people went and made beer. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Mystery solved. (laughs) Uh, we left there and it was another very short trip. Uh, we went to the firm P H E R M brewery next. Uh, we had a pretty decent time there. Um, uh, they directed me to the unofficial sticker location. Did you throw, did you throw one up? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a sticker in the men's room there. Um, we made it, baby. We made oh, it. Yeah. Um, and actually it's just a peak too. Uh, uh, he said there isn't any, the, he traded me one for here and then I bought the rest of them but um i found a new sticker um, site by the way sticker depot 
uh, 60 bucks for 253 inch stickers, three inch, three, the uh, big boys, the nice. big boys, way better deal. At first I thought it was deal. fake. It was a, it was a Facebook ad and I was like 100% fake. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go through PayPal. If they fuck me, I'll get my money back. And they're like, no man, it's on its way. And I got 250 stickers for the, the new uh, interviews every day people logo. Nice. And I was like, all right, cool. I, I got to sh- share this to the boys instead of waiting for the sticker, de- uh, sticker mule deals all the time. Just use sticker yep. depot. Yeah. Sorry, Bob. That's all right, man. And then uh, when we left there, we uh, we finished the trip at the uh, uh, about a mile down the road, the uh, Frisco Tap House. Uh, it was a pretty decent sized place. They had over thirty taps. Do you ever go to a brewer and be like, "Hey, no offense, I had a great time here, but we're on like a little beer trip. Where do you recommend?" Do you ever ask them? Uh, on occasion, uh, I do it but, all the but, time. But, but you usually, I have a like the whole route planned out ahead of time. Yeah, uh, or some you know, and occasionally, like you'll hear people talking to each other. The the because every every place has the regulars. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's what we did. What's what we do in California? California. I was like, all right, we're here. The, the, sometimes the places are cool too. They'll even say, "Oh, you're from out of town. You got to make sure you stop here." Before exactly. You. I love that shit. Like if people, if someone come up to me and they're like, and they're at like black rock and i was they're like oh this is good good but I, i'd love to try like a sour or something i'm like dude right up the street's fucking pilgaru like this place is great but like you you gotta explore like especially if you're out of town like where do i go i'm like oh you gotta fucking the, the, you know i mean you gotta go here here like i love that shit i love interacting with the locals to be like what's your sh- like what's your potato chip like what's your middle's worth you know what i mean like i want to know that stuff when i especially i'm out of my area i love it then uh uh yesterday we went to the hamburger fest Ooh. Dude, I'm a sucker for a hamburger. I mean, look at me. Oh, I'm a fat oh. fuck for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> but I, 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 but I, it was it was crazy down there. Um, uh, to be honest, um, though, in the the whole pandemic thing, that was the the only time I was actually uh, around people. Some, some 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 doubts came into the back of my mind about uh, um, you know the the common sense of being there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But um, uh, we had a good time. Uh, we were we were both beer gardens. Uh, uh, the bands playing at both sides were excellent. Uh, the first one had uh, Rusty Rail and Yingling, and it looked like everything in the second one was all Anheuser Busch products. Uh, we just missed the burger eating contest. Who'd uh, you have entered? No, nah, oh. maybe maybe ten years ago, not anymore. Yeah. So, so some dude ate 22 hamburgers in 10 minutes. <laughs> Holy shit. That's that wild. That's that's with the buns too. I would have <laughs> I would have shit my pants on stage. 100% would have shit my pants on stage. There's no saying there wasn't a hole in that chair. Yeah. Here's my thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me or my stomach's fucked up from years of just eating and drinking like a fucking psychopath, but like as soon as something hits my mouth, it's like my stomach holds it and they're like, time to make room. And it's like three minutes after he's like, it's time to go. Like, I don't know. Is that, I don't know if that's healthy. If you're a doctor, tell me. Rick Flair, if you know, let me know. Uh, but Rick Flair also said, I am Rick, said, great news, boys. I put a beer in the freezer, sat for about an hour. Nice, icy, cold beer. Tip for the panel. So, hell yeah. I am Rick is his first time hanging out with us. He's drinking a beer with us. I don't have but anything it, full at the moment. But, it, but uh, yeah, thank you so much, my Cheers. Guy. Yeah. Uh, major score on the hot sauce as well as there, there there were a bunch of hot sauce vendors uh we we hit people some, love watching people struggle eating hot uh, sauce um, yes yeah. um, maybe we'll I, do an episode I, I, all right actually i, I spent over a hundred dollars on take home hot oh. sauce 
Um, and, and just to, if I may, if I could give a quick shot. Absolutely. Uh, uh, these were all these are all local regional companies. Uh, if you see any of their products anywhere, uh, give them a try and, and, and support some local small businesses. Uh, Island Harmony Hot Sauces is out of Schuylkillhaven. They're actually down by uh, Lake Winona somewhere. Oh, shit. Uh, 22 Peppers. Real quick. Did you see that barbecue place is open up by Lake Winona? Like it's like just being built. It's like a, I don't know. It looks pretty cool though. I want to stop in and try it when it gets done. We'll have to head out that way. I haven't been yeah. out that way in a while. But yeah. uh, 22 Peppers are from Brinningsville. And uh, Habby Fruit, Habby for habanero. All, all, all their hot sauces are a blend of habaneros and some kind of fruit. And uh, they were from Fogelsville. So literally what's going to happen is if we do a hot sauce episode, all you guys are going to be like, nothing. I'm going to be just like, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> just passing out. We're going to have Tim from Hotheads Hot. We keep saying it, Tim from Hothead Hot Sauce. But I'm down. Like, listen, I don't like hot food. But if it's for the if it's for a gimmick, it's for the fucking podcast. I'll fucking oh, yeah. struggle. I, I'm not into it to burn my bunghole too. I yeah. mean, it's, it's there's got to be flavor there. It's yeah, the exactly. That's the, the big thing about hot sauce. Like, I'll take the pain as long as it's really good, dude. I ate the ch- chocolate Reaper, whatever it was on hot like the hot sauce mm. YouTube show, dude. I almost fuck. I like I was in I was in pain. <laughs> Actually, speaking of hot sauce too. Uh, uh, next weekend, uh, the Boyer's Hot Pepper Festival. Yeah. Oh, the the Burks. Yeah. Are they yeah. doing it? Yeah. They got canceled the past year. Yeah. I that, was, I that was a brew, beer fest yeah, and I pepper, right? They, Friday, I didn't Friday, see that they Friday and Saturday. Oh shit! Days. I didn't see that they re-upped it. Fuck. I'm I'm busy next week. I can't go. But you guys go and support. Let me know. I have a bunch of stickers. I don't if you know if I can go. I, yeah, I didn't see that they redid it. That was yeah. oh, man. That's a good time. Yeah. Is that all you got to plug? Um. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much for me, especially for me, actually. Yeah, uh, road trip with Rosa, baby. I love it. You go, you go out and you spread the good word of the the Bangers podcast, like the Lord. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got that bag of stickers goes with me everywhere now. I have more if you need it. I have so many of those small, fucking two inch ones. What do you got, Bill? Uh, I'm gonna say even though we had beers from North Carolina to go to your normal sh- shops or try different Absolutely. ones, whatever's out. local, help them out. Yeah, help them out. Uh. I did pick up a, uh, there's a new dogfish variety out, a hoppy one. Mm. It's the slightly mighty, the 60 minute, the 90 minute, and a, and a dry hop pilsner. Is that available at the craft house? Yes. Ooh, I might have to go grab that variety pack. That sounds like a good time. If you bring the Natter Days, if you can swing by, grab that one as well. I'll throw you the right. money. Um, Andy? Um, October 30th, Kill Switch Engage tribute set. With Faith in Exile, the official show details haven't been out, but it's going to be a Pine View Lakers. Oh, it's going to be some. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm into that. It's going to be a great time. So October 29th and 30th, there's going to be a special bunch of different bands doing tributes to other bands. Yeah, so it's, like, it's all bands covering other bands. Like, so, but, but you have to do the whole set list as that band. It's like the, the gimmick of the show. It's going to be a lot of good time. But uh, so Faith in Exile, we're going to be doing a Kill Switch Engage tribute set. So if you like Kill Switch Engage, come on out. Yeah, I'm excited. If you like all I, well, the the announcement should be coming out soon about what all's going to be involved, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say there's probably some Weezer, probably some other stuff, some Tweezer, some uh, some Def Jam. I hear some maybe some brand new. I hear, so. but none of the songs you want to hear. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there's going to be a bunch of really cool stuff. I don't know who's doing what yet, but I don't know what all the covers are going to be. Maybe but, some Ranson. Um, possibly, maybe I don't love Ranson, so I don't really care about that one. But <laughs> whoever's doing, it, I'm sure we'll kill it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, uh, announcement will come out soon. But we might, uh, we might hear some Ranson tonight at the pay per view. Super stoked about maybe. it. 
some Ruby Soho comes out yeah. there and says her all her vignettes have been Ruby Ruby song. Ruby Soho. Yeah, love it. Um, I'll just check out the IWEP network. We have great shows that aren't even ran by me. There's shows that are on there that are uh, completely ran by other people, and they do a great job. So go check out Welcome Back Podcast, a buddy podcast. Go check out. Um, and 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 Mario did a really funny um beer review if you got to see yeah, it on our instagram where he that was good he drank a, a blue four loco and he goes uh the flavor profile he was doing it just like a beer review like flavor profile is blue chemicals <laughs> like he, he he really handed up it was funny he read untapped review like he did exactly what we do in the show except he drank a four logo and he really wants us to do a full four can four loco episode so i'm i will oblige you mario i know the, the rest of the panel uh, wants to do not a four full loco episode but i think if he wants us to do it he should be on it he lives a little far away he has it's a little bit of a travel for him to get <laughs> fucked up on four locos and go home so we'll do it in his honor but a four local episode will happen um, but yeah, so thank you. Good check out. Welcome back. Uh, Hire with another words podcast, Stone and Nerdy. And you can check out the other shows, uh, interviews with everyday people coming back strong very soon. I'm just trying to line up some guests now that I'm first shift. Um, every Tuesday night, it's a it's a rotation between not cool and high school. This Tuesday will be Truth Behind Illusion, and we're talking about alien humanoids, which is kind of like humans that were crossbred with aliens. Is it true? Is it not? We'll find out. Um, so that show is pretty much Tori is going to tell us a topic and then me and Andy decipher if we think it's real or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun dynamic with truth, truth behind illusion is back and better than ever. Also, um, Thursdays, you can check out tornado tag podcast and I will be, if you want to come hang out with us at local wrestling shows, we'll be at PPW outbreak camp leapfrog and CFU all these upcoming weeks. Uh, so definitely go check us out there. Support is amazing. We have the merch pages, grab a t-shirt. If you buy stickers, you can get like a sticker for like two bucks on the website, take it to your local brewery, slap on the wall, let people know banging beers exist. Uh, anything to help us out. Uh, thank you to, I am Rick for the fucking legendary comments today in the chat room. We love it. Thank you for the support. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Here's some faith and exile. Andy's man who was just on the show. We'll see you next time. Uh